Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park I mean, it's like 99% me. So if it sucks, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's, that's... <laughs> well, that's what I was going to say first. I was really surprised at how bad this script was. <laughs> Welcome to Behind the Sins, presented by Cinema Sins. Welcome to Behind the Sins, a weekly look at everything going on inside the world of Cinema Sins. I'm Aaron Dicer, and I'm joined as always by Jonathan Watkins. Hello, hello. And Danae Hughes. I, I think I want to Photoshop during the show today. We write for CinemaSins and TVSins and do various other things inside the CinemaSins universe as well. Something specific you want to Photoshop? Yeah, Tater yeah. tots, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think maybe I can take some screenshots and then, you know, do some fun, like, uh, like hmm. just cut us out and have different backgrounds and weird things. Remember that one time that I did that with, like, laser beams and unicorns during yeah. our show Tyrannosaurus rexes yes, yes i do i do remember that yeah, actually I'm, I'm feeling it today you, put, you I... did that you did that for what uh dna i think or it was for to... shoe the dough oh yeah um no but... i was just making sure because i was going to feel really bad if i forgot you did that to me so. <laughs> no you know I'm glad it's okay. i don't have to feel bad you don't have to feel bad you never have to feel bad i can't remember a lot <laughs> just you could just put, like you Danae... could put spirals behind us just yeah, like yeah yeah just like Danae doesn't have to feel bad for doing other things during the show rather than doing the show. You know, I like am doing the show. This there's... is part of the show. I have, <laughs> I have expertly grafted my own, you know, DNA into the show. That's mm -hmm. what yeah. it is. I just want to let you know that if my internet tanks a little, it's because I am downloading a Photoshop file. <laughs> I'm just going to click on this. <laughs> Guys, what I'm saying is I'm willing to put at risk the quality of the show just for me to be able to Photoshop uh, during the show today. Just want to make that clear it, to everybody. If it negatively impacts the show, I will stop the download three, two, one. I'm doing it now. Okay. I'm just like, I feel bad that people are going to have to wait till the outtakes to hear about your opinion on List Danae because it is exciting. <sighs> I... Danae breaks it down. She actually gives a list of why she hates lists. So look forward well, to that. Jonathan, you can just give a list of all the things we talked about in the outtakes. Then I don't even have to edit the outtakes. You can right. just top 10 <laughs> things we talked about in the outtakes. Number right. 10, Danae lost cheese. <laughs> okay. I don't know what's wrong with me. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, I, we do want to also say this is our second time to record with a live audience. We'd love for you mm -hmm. guys to consider joining. You can join us through Patreon. Patreon.com slash CinemaSins will get you to where you need to go at the peeper level and above. Um, we do have a live audience while we record the show. And 
there was some uh, love in those live comments for the editing, listening to the show, watching it live, and then also listening to the edit to kind of see what it sounds like. So well done, Mm. Aaron. Well, thank you. Thank you. I I try. I I do give it my best. Well done. Number nine, scholarships. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's move into the Sin Side Scoop. What's he building in there? We're going to take a look at the videos from the week, the process of sending them, how we felt about the stuff we are sending in general. We kick it off with commercial sins. Uh, The Pepsi Kendall Jenner ad uh, is what we're doing this week. And this was a Watkins script. Jonathan writing on this one. It was. Is this your first one? This is my first commercial sense. It might, I, well, there might have, maybe there's a music video sense out there where it was just like pretty much my stuff, but like this is definitely. I mean, it's like 99% me. So if it sucks, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's, that's... <laughs> well, that's what I was going to say first. I was really surprised at how bad this script was. Aaron uh, Dancer. <laughs> <laughs> no, quite the opposite, actually. I thought it was really good. It was a little beefier than most uh, commercial sin scripts, too. Well, it was like, longer. Yeah, it's it a longer, longer ad. Yeah. So there's and, that, too. Uh, and it's also, it's an ad that, I mean, it's really weird because it's an ad that a lot of people know, mm-hmm. but I think it only aired once. I sometimes wonder, there's that whole no publicity is bad publicity kind of thing, and I sometimes wonder if even as poorly as this ad was received, that it was successful for Pepsi. Like, you know, that there's there's something about just getting your brand out there, even if it's people being like, uh, this is insensitive, uh, this is wrong, and, you know, then you have to pull it, and it's like, you're right. How many people have searched for, seen this ad, remember this ad, because it was terrible, um... Yeah, it's, it's just a weird thing with marketing where it can be good because it's bad, you know, kind of thing. So it's interesting. Yeah. But it was uh, there was there was there was a lot to send. Um, and uh, I know nothing about Formula One racing. I just want to get that out there. That was. Uh, <laughs> but do you now? Is that part I, of I your keeping Ocon, tabs? And that was the first thing that popped up. What's that? I was wondering if it was part of your keeping tabs no, because now no. you're an expert on racing. No, I have. I have another thing uh, for keeping tabs that's pretty funny. But uh, no, the Ocon thing, I just I saw the Ocon, the conversation. I just didn't know what that was. So I just typed in Ocon, and he was the first name that came up. Nice. And, uh, so I was like, well, and then I didn't mean for that to be running sense, but then a couple other things happened, and I was like, oh, this is this works out well. <laughs> nice. I'm awesome. This well, I, This I, is amazing. I am super good at my job. Also, I think, I think somebody mentioned in the comments that that is not Jeremy singing on the sentence, just so everyone's aware. And Jeremy singing in the sentence? He sang on the sentence last week, though, right? Yes. Yeah. I think there yeah. was some confusion that he might have sang on that one, but no, that was... Uh, that on was the commercial there. sins one? Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I, well, I, I guess I'm just giving away that I didn't watch the full thing, so... <laughs> I did. I really enjoyed it. No, um, I did. It was really good. Uh, I Before we get into it, though, what are everybody's thoughts on Pepsi? Uh, I like it. I think I've said that before, and I made a joke about it last night, actually, and Chris let me know he did not like Pepsi, but uh, I think it's better than Coke, so... Yeah, I, I'm definitely a Coke person over Pepsi. Pepsi is way too sweet for my super-tasting uh, pleasure. I uh, think you mean my superior my palate? Mu- my mutant ability. My superior palate is... I can't have sweet things. Do you so. drink? Uh, do you drink like a straight cola today? Like, do you have any? You know, or do you just like Dr Pepper and stuff like that? Um, as said recently, so I won't spend a ton of time on it. Uh, Dr Pepper, I had one recently. It was the first one I had in years. It was a lot. Yeah, 
I forgot how quickly it makes you burp. <laughs> it does, right? Well, and it's weird. I mean, too. it's like carbonation, and it's even weird for me drinking diet Dr Pepper so long. If I drink uh, a fully loaded Dr Pepper, that it's like, what the hell? What is this? What is a fully loaded Dr Pepper? <laughs> well, like Pepper. a regular Dr, just Dr Pepper, just you know, straight Dr Pepper with oh, okay. with nacho cheese, chili, uh, onions, <laughs> some olives on <laughs> some there, olives on top. It's not diet. It's just Dr Pepper. <laughs> oh, I got you. Uh, I've heard the Dr Pepper Zero is excellent, which I have not tried yet, but I will at some point but uh no if i'm not drinking dr pepper i'm probably drinking pepsi but i like coke coke's fine if coke's the only option i'll drink it but yeah i just like pepsi sweeter i like that nice yeah i don't know there's something about um well let me tell you what happened here's a story for you it's a gross story yeah. buckle up <laughs> um i dated this guy once who was 10 years older than me and yeah. so no, I'm just, I didn't know. That, I didn't know if that was the gross part. Sorry, that's so gross. It was like looking, you know, ahead in time ten years to see all the fun things that were in store in the future. Uh, in this case, he hated to go to the dentist, and he drank uh, he drank soda nonstop, and so he just had all of this like stuff going on. He had like all of this um, just rotting teeth, and uh, it like pro- I dated him for a little while, and at first I was like oh, you know, I can, it, it's, it's your teeth, not a big deal. But then after I'm like, how can, but why? Yeah. You got to take care of your teeth. You. you have to take care of your teeth, yeah. you know? Yeah, I um, do. But he like every single day just sucked down soda. And then there was these like reports that were coming out about how it just tears down your teeth and all this stuff. And so that was part of my inspiration for not drinking yeah. soda anymore. Yeah, I got I think, scared. I'm a little scared of it. Sure. No, I, I remember. Is that weird? It's no, weird. No, no, no. I have a very no, similar no, story. No, not at all. I actually. hear that all the time. Um, I just brush my teeth every day and, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Go to that's the a very important thing. Brush your teeth and go to the dentist. But you should do that regardless, by the way. Yes. I, even if yes, you don't you drink should. soda, please brush your teeth. I set out to do a, uh, a speech in college in one of my communications courses, uh, persuasive speech about why you shouldn't drink um pop because of the upcharge just because of how like you know they're oh expensive it is how expensive it is you compared guys keep to what saying it costs it, i get thirsty and stuff <laughs> I'm, I'm not being a dick and do in doing the research i also found like all the health stuff and that speech was the last time i was a consistent uh pop drinker was uh wow. the day i've heard I gave similar speech, stories so yeah when, i gotta say when danae said this is what like like the future 10 years in the future i'm just like this is what men's butts will look like in <laughs> 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 yep. I, yep i love that that's what popped in my head though i uh, i actually remembered a very i remembered a sex in the city episode of all things anyways it's a whole long it's a thing yeah uh let's get into the ad itself um today why don't you kick us off what was uh, some of your stuff from the um from this uh, Sins video that you like? I really, um, I wrote down just one because I'm just trying to keep it short. I liked mm-hmm. the entire script. I actually commented on the script in our Slack channel because I was really entertained by it. Yeah, but me too. The one that I wrote down was the uh, conversation. I just thought that was really clever and I don't understand why that was on the sign at all. I And I, and I honestly couldn't figure out, I couldn't find it. So yeah, I, it's so yeah, strange. I just, yeah. The but sign- I like that. I like the the spin into like I love the uh, the plan words and you fight for what you want to fight for all that but that's not what everyone else is like read the room race car fans so it kind of turned into a race mm-hmm. car fan sin which was just it was really clever and I liked it a lot I uh, I also like the 
plethora of sign sins uh, in this. The one I, I wrote down was, uh, now it looks like this person is wanting you to jot in he conversation. Yes. And you never jot in he conversation. Yeah. yeah. Everyone insane. knows that. Everyone knows that. Uh, Don't jot in he, guys. Uh, the people celebrating here are actually employees from the RC Cola company because they realize how blatantly insensitive this commercial is and people will be willing to drink RC over Pepsi for the next few months. I like that one as well, uh, as well as many others. Jonathan, any others you wanted to mention? I mean, I feel weird just like, I know, like, <laughs> Don't you know, feel weird. just be, I feel it weird is... being, this is what Aaron does every week whenever yes. he talks about a script that yes, he works on, is. he just says his sense. <laughs> it <laughs> is. But, I love, no, I I will love say, what I write. Uh, coming up with the reasons why Kendall was giving the officer a drink was fun. I just, I, I wrote a bunch of stuff down and that, that just ended up being the stuff I used. Yeah. But, uh, because I was kind of trying to play it. Cause I didn't want to, I didn't want to downplay the con cause I get why it's controversial. I get why it's insensitive. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to like, but I thought it was, I don't know. I thought I, I hopefully I dodged that line. I played that line pretty well. Uh, so that was fun. The live boulder thing might be the silliest thing I've ever written in my entire life. It makes no sense. It's not yeah. spelled like boulder. It's, <laughs> it's obviously live. I get that. I was, I was hoping there would be like a comment about that, but I couldn't find one. <laughs> it's like, like, you know, it says live, right? Um, <laughs> I actually do like the village. I thought I should make that known. Oh, nice. I was, I was having fun. Uh, it's not my favorite, but it's, uh, you know, it's like that second team Shyamalan. Yeah, I agree. And uh, yeah, that's about it. I also wrote down bringing drumsticks to a cello rally for some reason, mm -hmm. but yeah, it's good uh, stuff. I was worried about cello guy's safety. And uh, I understand. I understand. Yeah, he was, was, he was, he was, he gonna, was very into it. He was going to get, uh, he was dehydrated. very into Kendall too. Uh, but you know, I mean, I get it. Fear that is, she's beautiful. Whatever. Let's move on to TV Sins for the week. We'll kick it off with Rick and Morty, Rixie Business. This was a Hughes Watkins script. Uh, so Jonathan and Danae writing on this one. Uh, man, we're just, you know, we're basically a Rick and Morty channel. So, yeah. <laughs> so we're going to yeah. keep doing a lot of Rick and Morty. I don't know how much there is left I, to say about Rick and Morty other than thing, this particular episode. I will, I'll say about doing these videos, though, the thing I love the best about Rick and Morty is that's the one where I feel comfortable going to the YouTube comments because... They Rick and Morty it. fans, yeah, yeah. Well, it's almost like I mean, and I guess we're kind of we're not Rick and Morty, but I mean, I guess our I guess the humor mm -hmm. is is in a weird way similar. Like I I don't know, but it One for whatever of the characters reason literally says roll credits in this episode. Yeah. Yes, we're similar. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> for whatever, but for whatever reason, we our our universe and their universe just kind of meshes well together, yeah. and it's weird because we almost didn't do this. Like I mean, mm -hmm. going back to when we were. We were having a lot of conversations about, is this something we can do? And then we mm -hmm. finally decided to try it. And, you know, here we are. Here we are. People love it. So, yeah. Um, I didn't remember much about this episode. And then I watched the video and I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This episode. Um, it's a good one. You know, as yeah. as, as they are. What were but you guys' I thoughts? I, I was really confused as to why the humans were not completely freaked out that there were aliens there. And I can't yeah. get over it. Yeah, I understand that. I don't understand it. I tried oh, to figure you, it out. Yeah, because... I tried to look it up. Yeah. I tried to figure out a timeline. That all fell apart. I'm yeah. not even going to talk about that in Keeping Tabs. It's useless. <laughs> I'm just like... I'm just... Okay, so was... Did I miss something where aliens were normal people? Like, aliens were just normal to people? No, I think, to I think high you're school right. students? Who and would I be freaking out? Right? I can't remember if any incident like this happens later on in the series, but this was because this was the end of the first season. So and outside then, of their family, like, yeah, nobody I, should the, be okay with this. And 
they they witness this brutal murder. I mean, and there's no like brain wipe at the end. It's just a time stop situation. So which was a really brilliant way to end it. And that that's the fun for me is that where they kind of stop time and then doesn't season two kind of start where they restart time and mm-hmm. they've had all this I ability to kind of fix stuff. And I think we've done that episode. Actually, I thought so. Yeah. 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 But I was really, really perplexed by that. So much so that I had to stop writing because I kind of went on one of those on. I don't know if it's unfounded, but just those sin rage moments where there has to be an answer for this somewhere and there isn't one that I can it's find. Your, it's your, it's your, um, what's the new segment that I started last? Uh, anger mismanagement. It's your anger mismanagement segment. I have so much of that happening in my life right now. <laughs> well, and also, I, and I'm not you know, kidding. <laughs> I will say, like, I didn't, I didn't really think about this because they come back. Uh, what is it Bird Guy? Yeah, that Bird Guy mm-hmm. comes back. Bird Guy and, uh, the the, the fake, girl that yeah. leaves with him she Who's comes back like undercover or something else mm-hmm. yeah, which is supposedly know, supposed to make us okay with this sort of underage attraction well, situation wonder, going on i wonder if they retcon that though because that because that is something in this episode not that this show doesn't ever have weird i mean good god this episode i mean jerry gets like sexually assaulted i mean there's obviously very weird t- there's tough subject matter going on but that is the thing that comes off a little creepy is that you know, it's a high school girl a and it's a half bird man. They're talking about <laughs> Bukake right out of like just and you oh. know, this is this is part of of comedy and humor and pressing boundaries, and that's what Rick and Morty does, and we've talked about it before. And sure. and there is an element where it's kind of to be expected that there's gonna be just some like, okay, this is just part of our and do high school kids talk about that stuff? A hundred percent. I totally like that's not something that I'm saying is wrong. It's just Oh, okay. This is the this is what we're watching. This is what we're going with. What is the actual sin here? Which I thought well, we kind of navigated all that pretty well. I think we hit all the stuff that should be sinned on this episode pretty well. Um, I just love that this was the one though where you got that message from me that says, "Oh my God, I didn't know what Bukake was," <laughs> and know. I just and I just it's, Googled it. Jo- you didn't know Jonathan? No, I didn't. And I and, <laughs> and I Googled, Googled it, it, and oh, I was like, no. "Hold on." <laughs> And then so I immediately like because I knew Janae was working on the script too, so I immediately shot a message to her. I was like, "Yep, thanks a lot, Janae." <laughs> well, when her I fault, didn't know I just thought I was she, supposed I, to warn him about I stuff thought, like that. I thought she would find it funny. Yeah, I'll, yeah, and, and she would know what I was talking about. It was hilarious. Yeah. It was a Durham yeah. moment. Yep, yep. You'll yeah. never forget your first time that you Google that one. I will say I, it was I one of those things, where people I don't know things. <laughs> I felt a little weird saying the word like it's it's that dirty. You know what I mean? Like it's one of those where yeah. it's just like it's like, do I want my voice saying this word out in the world? I know, and it's I just know. like I got to say real quick. I don't know what it is about Aaron saying stuff like that, but it just you know? it, it's because why? Why is this? He, why is this boner? And then. uh <laughs> And then we're going to talk about one in the SpongeBob, right? Is that this one? Oh, shit. Yeah. Yes. Or when when he says, damn it, I'm like, yay, good job. <laughs> but it's almost like, it's you like, cause it. you're not used to it. And I know Aaron, Aaron's not like an oh, idiot. He fuck. knows, he knows more words than I do, clearly. But, um, yeah. But it just, I don't know. It sounds like, it's almost like creepier when Aaron says it. Cause totally. It's like, cause it's like the censored guy. Like, I don't know. It's I don't know. Ned Flanders learning how to be R rated. That's there's a what we have going on. There's a Patton Oswalt bit, and I don't remember the exact words he used, but he talks about when people censor, like, uh, censor curse words, or they change, like, when they censor it, they change it. They don't just bleep it. Like, they change it to something else. And I don't remember what specifically he said, but it was like, 
It was like, I'm going to shoot you up with my ooey gooey juice or something like that. You know, he's like, that sounds way worse than if you just said. <laughs> but like, see, to I'm me, gonna... that's funnier, yeah. right? Like, to me, that's that's the, that's the humor. You say the actual words makes me think of the, like, it's like you're that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's how yeah. I, that, I always think about that. And then I start dying laughing. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, I love yeah. it. I do, too. I do, too. Um I hope that you're doing all right, Aaron. <laughs> I'm I'm okay. I'm okay. okay. You know, like I, I yeah, I mean it, it is what it is. It's a job. If nothing else, I'm playing a role, you know, so even if, you know, I don't know. I yeah, it's I mean, it's, it's fine. It's Listen, your if choice. I have a- it's your choice to do it naked. That is your call. Like, we are not writing that in the script. Listen, listen. Every chance I get, freedom. That's all I'm saying. Um, all right. Hey, Jonathan, uh, do you have a list of words you're trying to get Aaron to say in a script? No, no. no oh, okay. No. Well, I was just going to say, way. you guys know, if I don't want to say something, I'll change it. You know, I'll, I'll figure well, out a way like, to change and it. There are and, certain, like, there are obviously certain words you don't want to say, and I get that. So, but I think that's cool because with you, I can just, I try to be more creative with the word. Like, yeah, I made that joke where I wrote cheese and crackers, you know? Yeah, it's but, fun. Uh, but I've started doing that with, like, uh, uh, you know, Jeremy and... Uh, 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 for some reason, that name didn't sound right. His name is Jeremy. <laughs> yes, he is. yes, it is. <laughs> for Jeremy and Barrett, I try to play around with stuff too now. It's going to be a good show. We can't remember our it's boss's really, name. It's, just, it's really easy to write fuck. So it's, you know, sometimes it's fun to try to write something different. Yeah. Or, yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Um, I'll kick us off as we head into the sins because I did not write on this one. Loved the garage door stuff, like just the just the yeah, that was the, the running gag of <laughs> is it fixed? Is it not fixed? What did the eels do to it? And then you know finishing with apparently the garage door wasn't fixed. And now I'm curious about the side story where the door was dissolved by the eels, fixed before the party, but then immediately redissolved, tarped, taped, tacked, and held in place by bullshirt. You know, like uh, it's just it's just amazing. Um, then the uh, that's not the right, that's the left, or I that's the those. right, that's the left consecutively. Just great, love the way that played I was, out. It's, I always hate trying to figure out. Like, I mean, I do know what right and left are. Like, don't get me wrong. But then I always like when I'm watching something, I'm like, but are they trying to? It's our perspective, right? But I think it's. But I would just. I'm just going to assume it's supposed to be from their perspective. Well, if it's a so dance just, move and you're saying what yeah. to do, that is from the dancer's perspective. Yeah, I just love how you qualified that, that, was, that by being like, guys, well, I do know right or left. Just well, I make sure. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm. I like overthink everything, so I do have to think about it sometimes. But that's just sure. me. Yeah, like, I will, I'm not dumb. I we just will listen. Things. It's not dumb. It's just certain things don't click. Like with certain people. We, yeah. we will be going somewhere and I will and I'll say, you know, turn left up here and I will see my wife do this you just to just to make sure like, you know, like I get it. I, I still totally get it. I still put the wrong shoe on like because I don't pay attention to what I'm doing. I just like throw my foot in something I'm like my uh, wife thinks it's that's hilarious. Just, that's just reminding me that my four year old who is learning her left and her right pretty well. Guest, uh, yesterday she asked me, she's like, is this my right uh, wrist or my left wrist? And so I told her and then she kind of went to elbow and then she went to knee and she and it was like she was trying to make sure that she understood what the rule is like is it always on one she's, she's right. realizing right. it's a yeah. solid rule instead of so is is this a is this an exception like is this my right, right thumb except when it's but your shoulder my... it's reversed when it's your shoulder for some reason <laughs> I, I understand how parents have this ability to just really put some weird stuff into their right? kids, you control mind. Your kids man. Oh my God. like okay this is a pretty much is an absolute there, and then right you just have to right, go left is and then when, left. And just, and then when your kid repeats it, you're just like, yeah, that's totally fair. No, I, I did that. There are so many stories of like, for instance, you know, Iris down the line is, is getting a, a shoulder rub, 
you know, from her future significant other. And she's like, no, no, I said my right shoulder, my right shoulder. <laughs> it's like, don't you know they're switched Don't when it's the that? shoulders it's so strange uh like, i will also it switches say at every at everything we have that's that's symmetrical right like it goes back and forth it starts on the on the ears <laughs> and then when you get to the and the eyes now and then when you get down to now the shoulders everything switches I, back and forth i will say for uh the audio audience i did the holding your hands up with the and looking for which one is the l to tell what mm-hmm. is the left um since you couldn't see that uh i also liked uh the roll credits uh not until i hear you say rixie business or rick and morty rick not until um and then casually watching a murder meal and i gotta say something <laughs> is the uh, narrator i was glad Danae, i couldn't i could not think of anything to write there for some reason and then i but then danae thankfully had something it was so that odd. was really weird <laughs> like you're watching two creep what i assume was a struggle before yeah. a murder I did. I did want the editors to possibly blur it, even though it was pink and clearly not blood. Like I thought it'd be kind <laughs> of funny to blur it a little bit. Just, but anyways, we didn't do that. One of my, and it wasn't anything that Danae wrote, but it was just. I think I was picturing it. Like I was just picturing her thought process and, and her voice. But when you were like in the editing process, we did. She was like, I think we need to Google the butt. <laughs> on that. but it's like when it's animated you don't always think about it we need it, to blur the we, butt guys but we should yeah, um, yeah. we should we should blur we, the butt we need to blur some ass well yeah. uh, i will tell you we are not consistent on that uh there's no, no, no. there's plenty like, of animated butt in our videos Evil last week um yeah no. i uh i i think it's uh i wanted to say as the narrator the word murder for some reason this narrator always says it murder and i and i don't know why but anytime i'm narrating it's murder. I, murder. I I've never know. noticed that. Now I'm not going to hear anything else. I know, right? You're like, I, uh, I hear it now. That? You sound like um, <laughs> murder. You sound like somebody, though. Yeah, like, what is you that? sound like a character or something. I, I can't remember. It's TV Sins narrator, hopefully. Oh, it's this guy, right? Murder. <laughs> I mean, kind of, yeah, maybe, maybe it is maybe a little, a little bit, Dr. Evil. Yeah, a little bit maybe Dr. a little Warren maybe. Michaels. Yeah, yeah, something like that. that. I, I guess that is uh, $1 million. Danae, why don't you go next? What else did you want to mention? Oh, okay. Um, I really enjoyed how I wrote the popular girl cliche and I'm going to pat myself on the back for it. Having experienced this firsthand Mm -hmm. many times in my life, but all like in in movies all the time, it is such a jarring thing, but the popular controlling girl is pretty and demands your normal looking friend to be sacrificed on the altar of conformity. Mm -hmm. Very well done. Yeah. I was really proud of that one. Um, and then one that Chris pointed out when he was doing the uh, shadow for this script was the house teleports to a different planet that happens to have oxygen and an immediate hookup to power cliche. <laughs> so, uh, what's funny is when that one was written, I was kind of like free writing and I wrote cliche as a question because I thought to myself, mm-hmm. is this something that happens a lot? And then I just <laughs> left it alone because I couldn't figure out uh-huh. how works. to go back and do it. And then it was commented on in the shadow process as far as, uh, you know, like, this is funny. So mm-hmm. I was like, okay, good. I'm accidentally hilarious. Sweet. Let's nice. keep it. So, Jonathan, what about you? Well, you guys have either mentioned or I've actually already just randomly mentioned stuff I wrote down. But I will say I love the which uh, the Jennifer the Jennifer's body outtake. I was glad that worked out because nice. that's one of my I just I love the it smells I like Thai food one. in here. It smells like Thai food in here. Have you guys been Oh, fucking- my gosh. I knew I knew that from somewhere, but I, I could not line. figure it out. I send that, that cracks movie. me up every time for some reason. Yeah, you have seen that movie. That's a I, movie. I send it. I, yeah. I did it. I was so brave. You were. You were Top very brave. Movies. It was my job, but I was so Top brave. Top 10 movies with body in the title. <laughs> Go, Aaron. 
Body Heat. Uh, body, oh, Body Heat is number one. Body Heat is number one. Let's move on to SpongeBob SquarePants Ripped Pants. Um, we are also a SpongeBob channel uh, and enjoy doing the SpongeBob episodes. This was a yeah, Dicer. It has nothing to do with the fact that they're 11 minutes long. Nothing at all. Nothing at all. This is a Dicer Hughes script. Today and I writing on this one. Yeah, guys, I'm kind of falling in love with SpongeBob I, the more we watch I just, them. I yeah. like this is another one. I really like the fan base. Uh, I I don't know. I'm about the same. Like every now, like some of them are funny to me. Some of them aren't. I mean, I, this wasn't particularly that funny to me. Although I do enjoy, I do enjoy when people play around with the uh, running gag joke, like to the extent like this. I think I, that's interesting to me. I don't mm-hmm. think you know that was really what they were going for. But I don't know. I was the you know the Kristen Shaw's a horse. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, beating something into the ground. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but uh, no, it's a it's a it's a pleasant uh, diversion for sure, and it has a very rabid fan base. Which I guess when it came out, a lot of those people are now in their twenties, right, or getting to that point. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I uh, I really liked this episode too. Uh, there, this episode is actually not all of them do. In fact, most of them I don't think do. But this this episode seems to really be saying something about comedy, which I, I really enjoyed. You know, this idea of. You know, how often do you say something like you're talking about and when when does it stop being funny and when is it funny again? Like that's that's a really interesting thing to and, explore here. So And yeah. I think there's actually an interesting like if it's for kids, I think there's an interesting lesson in here about not everything has to be about you. Mm-hmm. And uh yeah. it's perfectly fine if other people, you know, get the spotlight and stuff like that. And so I I mean I can as a parent, I mean I can that's cheesy, yeah. but I can still appreciate that, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I think I think SpongeBob. I think SpongeBob word, word. I think SpongeBob is very good about having those kind of messages in there, but also delivering something. You know, if you didn't even catch that, you'd still be entertained and you yeah. get something out of it. I guess. Danae, did you have any thoughts about this specific episode? Uh, I don't even know what we're talking about anymore. So. <laughs> ripped pants. <laughs> SpongeBob ripped pants. Uh, no, I agree with you though. Um, I enjoy SpongeBob the more I watch it. I remember when we first started. I thought this is really weird because i remember liking spongebob but now i apparently don't and then it's just been getting better and better i think it's just a nice palate cleanser as a sin writer not only because they're short and sweet but also because uh the the absolute randomness of some of the moments make it um it's just nice to laugh like to have a genuine Mm -hmm. laugh about something every once in a while i I should i should say though even though i made that joke about him being short that does not necessarily make it easier uh a lot of and because I've I've written because music videos you know obviously are shorter than that uh, but it does make it it does make it a little it's like if I have to rewatch it though at least I only have to rewatch yeah eleven minutes as opposed to like you know in Saul general <laughs> again. Um, in general, we usually land with about the same number of jokes uh, during Except a SpongeBob for that episode. Script you and Danae had like ninety on, but yeah, <laughs> then that one. No, I just mean as like a regular sitcom. Like we'll land yes, about the same yes, amount of jokes yes. as a Brooklyn Nine Nine as we do a SpongeBob or you know yeah, yeah, yeah. Rick and Morty well, like, or whatever. There's so, like a ten yeah. minute difference, I guess. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's like half half the length basically. Yeah. Jonathan apparently wrote on this one, not Danae. So uh, this this actually is a Dicer Watkins script. Danae, why don't you kick <laughs> us off with the sins? Uh, I really enjoyed the uh, lifting the barbell over the head for the poly exclusion principle. Mm-hmm. Because when I was uh, shadowing, obviously, I don't understand. I, I think lately have been more bold about going, I don't get this joke. I don't get this one, and I don't get this one. Mm-hmm. Explain it to me so that I can tell if it's something that... You, you said that the, your final notes on something, I think it was like yesterday, you were like, 
yeah, this is good. I don't get you guys. <laughs> I don't understand you... 99% of what's going on around here. <laughs> um, but this was one where it was a lot easier for me to do my own research and understand what you guys were sending about. So I got to uh, do some Googling for the Pauli exclusion principle. And that was a really interesting bunny trail. Um, I had to look that up too. Well, that is my keeping was. tabs. So oh, okay, okay, we, can, okay. we can get to it then or now or whatever. No, it's okay. I, okay, yeah. But I also really enjoyed this in uh, the all just because I ripped my pants, but then we blur out when uh-huh. the pants rip, but then also the underwear rip. So it's just straight sponge. And uh-huh. we blurred that. I thought that was hilarious and I really enjoyed I'm it. I'm so glad we blurred that. I think that was Aaron's it's decision. Really funny. I didn't even think about it. Or maybe that was you, Danae. I don't know. Because I don't think it was blurred on the original edit. No, so. I, don't, I don't think I uh, rec- I saw the it must note have been about Aaron. it. I, I wrote but, in the script that it would be hilarious if we we blurred yeah. when well, maybe he was it wasn't like, the original edit. Yeah, it's don't, really who funny. Knows? So. Did I write on this? Do we? Know, what day is it? <laughs> uh, Jonathan, what it's about spiral you? Spiral Day. How could you forget? Um, uh, I liked uh, wearing John Lennon's sunglasses as a bikini top. Okay, well, all right. This is my <laughs> anger. Just... This is my anger mismanagement for the week. I was so angry at that bikini top. I was just like, what? What is that? Oh, even? I thought you were angry at yourself for writing that. No, sin. no. <laughs> <laughs> like, that'd be amazing. It is just one of those things. I like the freeze frame on that. In if if you haven't seen the episode or haven't seen whatever the the circle of the the bikini tops, you know, right and left, uh, are so small. Like, what is that even supposed to cover? Like, there's definitely that's definitely not big enough to cover the areola. You know what I mean? Like, there's, there's like, it's just, it's ridiculous. It Do made me angry. Fish have areola. N- well, fish don't uh, have breasts uh, in that way. So, you know, we're I, already I know. at an interesting uh, so conversation. So, is this part of the sin writing process for you? <laughs> yes. Like, this will not cover the areola Man, that you do not have. Aaron, Aaron just, like, the FBI is going to show up at Aaron's door any day. Like, what is up with these? Like, we don't even, we're not even, we're not even going to arrest you. We just have to know what you're doing. This is right. crazy. Yes. Why are you, why are you Googling fish areola? That makes no sense. <laughs> Continue, um, Jonathan. No, no, you're good. Um, that was really funny. And the thing about the pizzas, about the 20 pizzas, I hope not because you're 11 short. How does that but, happen? I know. <laughs> I mean, he was just being silly, I guess. But still, it's like, why wouldn't you make yeah. eleven more? Yeah. Um. And then going back to the the thing about Aaron saying things that makes me laugh, sucking the marshmallow right off the stick. I'm not sure if I'm more traumatized by the germs or the splinters. And then it's just like, it's like, or my boner. <laughs> That's, like way- That's not how I said it. No, but it got like it. Was, it was, <laughs> I can't do it. But the way you said it. I did this nothing like, I didn't go, or my boner. I can't do the impression. But the way you said it was hilarious. Thank you. Thank you, I yeah. think. Oh, Thank you. shit. That's hilarious. Uh, and then Aaron saying, narration. Narration. By the way, I looked up what narration <laughs> is in French, and that that is narration in French. Narration. Oh, that makes narration. sense, I guess. You have to like really like don't turn your mouth and then like. The only one that you guys didn't mention that I had uh, (laughs) was the using y'all to refer to only one person uh, where that went on the rant against against the South. Um, I swear if uh, one of you calls me honey or identifies my Dr. Pepper as a Coke again, I'm confiscating all your peach cobbler for the next 20 years. I'm from the South. I felt all that. I get irritated by all those things. And I just want, I just want Jonathan saying that line. <laughs> well, now on you have our it best recorded. of a hundred, 
I mean, well, now you have it. You have it recorded forever. I don't even know how I said it. I guess I'll get to hear it back in a few days. <laughs> I will say the comments were full of Southerners uh, daring me to try to take their peach gobbler, uh, and so. Oh uh, yeah, no, oh, you're not really? taking. You're yeah. not That's taking funny. my peach gobbler. That's yeah. not happening. But yeah, I don't say not y'all. Happening. So not I'm not on purpose. It does come out every now and then because you just live in the South. Things happen. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes, unfortunately, you just live in the South. Things happen. Uh, is is true. Uh, let's move on to Music Video Sins. Little Mix Confetti uh, is the name of the song. Um, what do you guys think about this song? I I I didn't uh, I didn't write on this video, but uh, I've written on many Little Mix videos. We've done a lot of Little Mix videos in the past, and they're actually out of like the the girl groups, I guess, that we've covered. Uh, I think they're my favorite. I there is I, it's not my. I mean, it's obviously it's not written for me. It's not my. It's not the type of music I would listen to constantly. But like, if my daughter's listening to something like that, like that's one I'll I'll typically like pay more attention to. I just I don't know. I they they sing well together, and mm-hmm. uh, they have uh, I don't know better back better music. I guess better beats than a lot of the other are like you know Fifth Harmony and stuff like that. So I don't know. I I kind of dig them. I thought this song was pretty good. Um, uh, Danae. It's fun. Uh, yes, Aaron. What are your thoughts on this song? Um, I've never heard of this group before <laughs> because I, I, I'm just an old lady. We have talked about them on BTS before, but it's been a while. We haven't done one of their videos yeah. in a while. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. See? It's been a hot second, though. This is me paying attention. This has been a hot um, second. Yeah, I have. I have no memory, and I don't listen. Uh, I didn't mind it. It's. I mean, I kind of enjoy uh, a good breakup song or a good like i don't need you anymore i was wasting my time song so yeah sometimes those are fun to just the that was the my video fault. it's the video itself though was not great just because of that that like interminable sketch that they threw in the middle of it which <laughs> i don't know why music videos feel the need to ever do this it's terrible yeah it's their yeah, one big love, chance to make a movie i didn't love yeah. the video uh the song's great um you know me i i get involved in the lyrics and message more than anything and the message of this is pretty straightforward tell us about it erin well, tell us all about it it's it's just what you said it's very straightforward it's like oh i realize i don't need you and i'm done with you so see ya bye and that's actually really healthy to understand you know that the this thing where we think we need someone and have become dependent on someone is you know there's an illusion there that we're that we tell ourselves well, and it- and, I, and it's interesting, like, if you've listened to their stuff in the past, which, like I said, through my daughter and just through covering music videos since I've heard a lot. And it's just interesting, like, this. it's like a, it's almost, it almost feels like a growth kind of song. Like, you know, like, maybe something that they wouldn't have done, like, a year or two ago. Yeah. But now with them, like, uh, two of them are, are in the, are about to have families, like, they're about to have kids. And, you know, there's just this whole thing about growing up and realizing things. That's kind of how it felt to me. Like, yeah. I realize now that I'm, you know, I don't need you. Uh I think Barrett had something to say about yeah. this too. Today, didn't he? what did uh, what did Barrett have to say about uh, Little Mix Confetti? He said it's actually not a bad song. I don't think. I think the idea of including cross dressers and drag queens into the video is pretty cool too. I do feel uh, like they both went too far and not far enough on the guy makeup for the I girls, agree. and that pee and that peeing scene was excruciating to watch. I agree. And I typically love peeing scenes, <laughs> says Barrett. <laughs> Well, let me tell you um, about the TV show Billions. No, um, then he, uh, he ends by saying, uh, I miss uh, Jesse Nelson, who had to take an extended absence from mental health issues. She's definitely noticeably absent on this track, but I hope she is taking care of herself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Same. I yeah, that was the one thing I didn't realize she I didn't know anything about that. And then when I watched the video, I looked it up and uh yeah, apparently she had to take a ho- hopefully not a permanent leave, uh but uh yeah. But she had health a role is priority, the, you know? Absolutely. And there's there's absolutely. no I think one thing we we fall into in stuff like this is demanding the things we like continue to be the things we like in the way that we like them and not taking into account. I'm not saying anybody's doing that here at, at all. In fact, I think we're all doing the opposite. And I think it's really important to to remember that these are actual human beings mm-hmm. making art and doing stuff. And yeah, absolutely. Be healthy and don't worry about anything else. That's another thing I really like about them. Um, I mean, obviously, I don't know them personally, but based on what you see and how long they've been together, they seem like, like a genuine, like, like fam, like they're friends, like they're really close and, mm-hmm. you know, and all that stuff. And I think you can kind of see that in the music, which is also kind of cool. Cause, cause I think they, I believe they were just put together. Like a lot of these bands were, I don't think they, you know, mm-hmm. they didn't form the band like when they were younger and, you know, grow up through it. I mean, I think they were put together from like a, I don't know if it was a talent show. I feel like they were on, um, Whatever that British show is, they they brought it over here for a few seasons. America's Got Talent, Britain's Got Talent. No, no, no. The no, because that's still on. No, it only it only lasted. Simon Cowell is involved in it. He left oh, American Idol. Yeah, no, I remember the one you're talking about. I just don't remember what it's Britney called. Britney Spears was mm-hmm. one of yeah, the judges yep, when they did I remember it over here. That. I, yep. But I believe in England, um, the X Factor. Thank you, mm-hmm. uh, Ian. The X Factor uh, or a Cal. A bunch of you are putting it up there now. They, um, I think they won that, I believe, or they were on that, and mm-hmm. they got put together. Yeah. But anyways. Yeah. Uh, let's get into the sins. Jonathan, why don't you kick us off? What were some of your favorites? Yeah. Uh, I just, I loved it. I loved Barrett uh, trolling with the, I thought this group broke up when Camilla Cabello left. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, it brings her up again, um, which is which is obviously Fifth Harmony and not Little Mix. Um, yeah. And I just love the, man, these guys sure do dance like girls. I thought that was a really funny way of... Mm-hmm. I had that one written down too. <laughs> yeah, uh, Danae, what else did you have? Um, the blooper reel sin was fun, and yeah, I liked it. It was fun. Yeah, I liked the blooper reel one. Uh, the St. Paul Rudd and Anchorman three uh, made me laugh. Uh, <laughs> for some reason, the one that was just like touching all of your privates in public, uh, just the all <laughs> of your in that sense seems completely unnecessary and wonderful. Uh, and then the, uh, are they in the bat cave when they had like the old school CRT yeah, monitors, those monitors. Uh, I thought that was really funny as well. Uh, all right, let's move on to cinema sins. Um, Danae's favorite franchise. We'll kick it off with saw six. Cool. I'll just go do something else. For... <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, kidding. I'm, a, I'm assuming you did not, uh, want to watch this one. So yeah, that doesn't, we doesn't did blur, me. we did blur in this one. I, I appreciate think. that. Yeah, or wherever we. Even well, in fact, I have a very funny. That's going to be my keeping tabs. Is about something. That oh, nice. I'll, I'll, we'll talk about that in a minute, in a little bit. But uh, this was yeah. an Atkinson Watkins script. So Jonathan and Chris I did write on this. Right, I remember on this one. Uh, what did Chris have to say about Saw Six? I remember all too well writing on this one. Yeah, um, Saw Six is where the series officially loses it. Says Chris, this was the movie where they had a chance to give Jigsaw one last game from beyond the grave. And it disappoints. Uh, there are tons of issues with this movie. And once again, you have to refer back to past saws to see if they're being consistent. But the main thing for me was how the movie gets Detective Hoffman in the right place at the right time. It's kind of silly. The FBI agrees to share information with Hoffman on the saw case, which is great for Hoffman because he's the new jigsaw in quotations. 
At one point, Hoffman is overseeing Jigsaw's last game at the abandoned zoo, and he gets a call from the FBI about new evidence in the case. They ask him to come all the way out to their place to see this new evidence, and that new evidence... Quote, oh, we found Freon on these fingerprints, and now we're going to investigate how the fuck Freon could be on that fingerprint. That's it. That's why they, that's why that fuckhead, it says fuckhead right there. Uh, <laughs> that's why that fuckhead Hoffman was called in. We found goddamn Freon. Do you want to blow us now? <laughs> which, okay, I remember which when talk- you're talking about that in the context of a Saw movie, it's so gross. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. I remember talking to Chris as he was writing this because we were talking about some stuff for work and he was writing Saw and he just went off on like a five minute oh, yeah, he, just tangent about it. And it's really important that we as writers have a, have a safe place to express our frustration with these scripts sometimes. But he was really upset about this. Um, yeah. He continues, actually. He's got more to say. Because Hoffman is at the FBI at that very moment. He learns that they're about to uh, descramble a voice on tape. The technician, in fact, tells the FBI agents that they've definitely descrambled it. Um, but when they get to the lab, the, tec- the technician is like, no, I haven't found it yet. This gives Hoffman a chance to figure out how he's going to murder everybody once they find out the voice on the tape is his. So during all that, the FBI tells him, oh, by the way, here's a cool clue. The fingerprint we found had to have been applied when the person was dead. This is so strange. Um, so after Hoffman murders everybody, he uses the same guy's dead hand to yep. frame him right after he just learned that forensics can figure out if a fingerprint came from a dead hand. All in all, you'd be stunned how Detective Hoffman ever became a detective. He is not smart. <laughs> the end. Uh, I will tell you, um, <laughs> man, I, I tried. I tried in watching this video and in listening to Chris's explanation there to, to figure out what was going on. My my um, my instinct is that these movies are so purposely twisty that they just they twist themselves they into well, impossible situations and just yeah. you know, can't get out I of have, them. And I mean, I, I could talk about the Saul movies for like hours at this point because I've because I've watched them so recently because like we did we did part five and I think that was Halloween. I think it was October. Mm-hmm. Right. And we talked about that on the show. But at that time, Chris and I both rewatched the first four movies because it had been yeah. so long since we we don't some of them we'd only seen once and I had only seen once and I knew I was gonna need to know that narrative. So I watched all those. So those were still pretty fresh in my mind. So I didn't have to do that again. Um, but I watched obviously I watched this one. I did go ahead and watch the one after the two after this because I figured at this point with Spiral coming out, might as well. <laughs> um but I will say, like, uh, <clears throat> this is one that I hear from, like, like uh, I mean, I like a couple of the movies, but I'm not, like, a huge fan of the franchise or anything. Mm-hmm. I just kind of find it more fascinating than anything else. But diehard fans, I can remember when this movie came out and I went and saw it in the theater. I can remember, like, fans on websites and stuff were talking about how this was, like, a return to form and this was this was actually a good sequel and stuff. And um, I, I disagree with that on, like, yeah. every count imaginable. Like what you like. Good. I'm glad people enjoy it. I think this is one of the most miserable, and especially watching it this time, I think this is one of the most miserable movies ever made. Go ahead. It sounds like for many people, and I think I would be in this group if I chose to watch these movies, which, by the way, I did watch the first one recently uh, oh, wow. in preparation for Spiral, uh, and I have seen Spiral. Um, so I've seen the first and the last one. Um, but I think for a lot of people, 
the cleverness of the contraptions and the inventions and that kind of stuff is is what's supposed to be interesting. And it sounds like in this one, as with many others, that's just not there. It's just like it's just you know torture machines and not necessarily like clever puzzles to solve. Yeah, well, and also I it was really uh, if anybody is just like you know kind of interested in this franchise, you don't even have to watch the movies. But if you're just like fascinated by the whole thing, there's a podcast called The New Flesh. Uh, they re- and that's a horror movie podcast. They recently, over the last eight weeks, they covered the first eight Saw films leading up to Spiral. And uh, I, I found it really interesting listening to them because they, they, they talked about, they went more in depth mm-hmm. than I've ever, you know. And um, it's interesting to note that this really, like this was a franchise that grew up around where the internet really boomed and there, you know, Reddit boards and Twitter. Mm-hmm. And you find out that, the writers and producers and everything, Lee Wanell, James Wan, everybody involved with the series, they went to these like Reddit boards and went to these websites and found things that the fans were asking for. So that's kind of how they figured, that's kind of how they decided like what questions they were going to answer, you know, what what mysteries they were going to solve and, and what characters mm-hmm. they were going to bring back. So this franchise, it's really interesting. This franchise is, is you know, is it's it's almost kind of like what a lot of people think they did with the Rise of Skywalker, where like they you know they heard all the fans complaining about mm-hmm. Last Jedi, and so they tried to kind of rebuild it through what the fan they thought the fans wanted. Whereas in Saul, these are actually fans that are enjoying these, and they're just saying this is what I'd like to see moving forward. So it's kind of that's kind of interesting to me. Yeah, my theory is five was the first Saul movie to not do that well. Not it made money, but it didn't make as much as the previous four. Instead of taking from that, maybe people were sick of watching these movies. They think I think they thought it was too much involved in the narrative, mm-hmm. and so six is the one where I mean, it's like like you. I swear to God, you could get a stopwatch. It's like a flashback, or it's like trap, flashback, mm-hmm. present narrative, trap, flashback, yeah. present narrative. And the other thing about it, these traps don't even make any sense anymore. Like, they're not games. Like, we even have a sin where it's like, that's not a game. That's a choice. This is essentially this insurance guy. He has to choose who lives or dies. That's not a game. Right. I mean, there, there's, nothing, there's nothing strategic about it. That's just him having to make a decision about who should live. Yeah. And I, I don't know. And for me personally, <clears throat> I don't want to watch that. Like, that's not – that. there is nothing about that that interests me. Uh, I'm yeah. not – I'm not – I'm not knocking anybody that does enjoy it, but for me, it was just, and I had to watch it twice, and it was just, it was a lot. <laughs> yeah. It was a lot, man. It was just no, a glad. lot of. I'm glad. Thank you for uh, for taking that. <laughs> there's uh. <laughs> there was that one. There's that one scene though, the uh, the carousel scene with the with the shotgun and stuff, which we show a little bit of, and obviously we 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 it's 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 ridiculous. The whole thing is ridiculous, but it's like it's it's so like it's so loud. Chris says. It's noisy and confusing, adapted from a headache the director's friend had in fifth grade. That is perfect description. I mean, it's just it's just so in your face and it's so loud. It's like it's just really this is the first one where I really feel like it's just poking me in the eye mm-hmm. for an hour and a half and like pissing on me yeah. at the same time. That's what it feels like watching this movie for me. So that's uh <laughs> takes some dexterity. It takes some dexterity to be able to do something like that. Um before we get into the sins, I will tell a saw story since I haven't seen the movie. Uh, I traveled in. Everybody, gr- get on the the the, the circle, uh, the story <laughs> circle, and sit down. The cir- for- circular saw. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when I was traveling in college with this group, uh, the four of us guys would stay at random strangers' homes mm-hmm. when we would travel to places, and we we oh stayed. Oh my god! 
Oh God. This feels more like <laughs> a hospital story. story but do, you go know, ahead. do you know the no, story? I, I know this story because this, this is, yeah, this is one from uh radio days and I just, I, it's a, yeah, buckle so, up. Well, no, I mean, listen, it was just what you, sometimes you would have houses <laughs> that were interesting, and then one time we had the most crazy house we ever stayed at, and there are probably three or four stories I could tell from this house, but the one I'm thinking of in relation to this is, and this was an older gentleman and his wife that lived lived there, and he um, had a whistle, and when he would try to pronounce his S's, I mean, you've probably heard people that kind of whistle with their S's, um, you know, for whatever reason, you know, the way the shape their mouth makes or whatever. And he had a collection of saw blades that he had put like pictures on his basement wall. Like they were just like posted there like they were family photos, just like all his old used saw blades. So we're sitting there at dinner. <laughs> With this old couple. <laughs> and out oh of God. nowhere, we don't know this, out of nowhere he goes, hey, fellas, want to see my saws? And we're like, what are you, what do you mean want to see your saws? I have no idea what you're doing. And so he's like, you know, he takes us down the stairs into this dark basement, turns on this like lamp that's focused on this wall. Oh, and it's this just is a, like, it's just a bunch of old used oh saw God. plates. Just this like is a hanging, horror movie. Hanging on the wall. This and is a just... fucking horror movie, man. This is <laughs> like, like, were they the Sawyer family? Is this like Texas Chainsaw oh Massacre? Oh my goodness. Uh, well, we all survived. Um, like I said, there are many other stories from that very interesting home. I bet. Um, I bet. Including the, the woman of the house uh, had a habit of walking in on us when we were using the restroom um so Jeez. so yeah <laughs> it was just one of this those houses why, man you know no matter how much they cost always stay at a hotel <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah exactly figure out figure out a way or sleep in your car whichever uh let's get into the sins themselves uh today we haven't uh, heard your voice in a while why don't you uh, talk about some of your favorite sins okay um, I didn't watch it, uh, but I loved them all. Congratulations Very Very on good. being brilliant. <laughs> it, was, it was brilliant it, writing. It was a it was a it was a fun video to put together because it was there was a lot to send. Yeah, so I think I, I what I that. do what I do want to say before you guys jump into your like the specific sins um, is I was really impressed with the amount of work that Jonathan and Chris put into these because you do have to go back. And I remember the last time you guys put out one, you went back and you referenced all mm -hmm. these previous ones to qualify us in. And then here comes another one. And there's just for the, for the series, you guys are really taking care yeah. to We're also insane. So it, it, but it's, it's like you have to kind of be a certain level of nutty to do what we do. And this is just one of those times when the sins get really turned all the way up and you just spend a lot of time. I know Chris yeah. spent a lot of time writing several of the sins because he told me about like mm -hmm. the hours and hours of research or thinking or like piecing together the how to present a sin. And so even though there are some sins videos I don't watch and I might not enjoy, I'm still really impressed at the work that goes into them. So yeah, well done. Oh, yeah, I for sure. No, I I'm yeah yeah no you're great and I'm and, I don't uh, yeah I'm not offended or anything I totally get why you wouldn't watch it <laughs> totally get it yeah yeah super I, I thought it was great I had several I wanted to mention uh, cool. the the bootleg copies of Aragon uh, with uh, with Jeremy <laughs> doing the jigsaw voice. <laughs> Jeremy's um, jigsaw voice is amazing. I think Chris said in Slack it sounded like jigsaw had a cold. So great. Uh, <laughs> there's a moment I thought Danae would appreciate, and so I'll bring it up uh, for you, Danae. Um, 
where very early on something grotesque is happening and the narrator talks about going to their happy place and you know during the next several minutes or whatever instead of watching it but the happy place is uh, thinking of armageddon in the bruce willis oh scene where so he great. sacrifices himself <laughs> and, so, and then he's like and then i remember you know that, that die hard is not a christmas movie and he just goes over all this stuff about what he's trying to do not to think about what's happening on the screen yeah it's so great it's, and it's so like because it's yeah this this woman is just oh speaking of which that actor is actually uh which i guess i can talk about that in the comments but uh um, yeah. yeah never mind I'll, we'll we'll save that just skip that edit skip. that out and, skip, and skip, 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 skip. And possibly one of the most fun parts of it is there's a callback to it because yeah. the 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 movie replays that scene, and so he sends it and replays, <laughs> you know, like going to his like that scene and says something about the movie doing that, and so then it like intersperses actual clips of Armageddon in like the clips of the movie while the narrator's <laughs> thinking about it. Like it's so great. It's it was really well done. I really like that. <laughs> I also really liked the sin that was uh, the the whole entirety of the sin was like we really needed to see that, and I'm just oh, like yep. that was that might have been my favorite that Chris wrote. <laughs> I was just like because that is my one sentence review of these movies. <laughs> oh my god, because well th- no, but that's what I'm saying. I mean, like I know you. I mean, the first movie is very different from the sequel. Sure, sure, sure. Yes, yes. Okay, but 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 this is like an evolution. Like what happened in two is less than what happened in three and it just keeps evolving until you get to this. Yeah. But yeah, that scene is a, I mean, a guy who smoked a lot gets put in a trap, which is ridiculous. Like that's what uh-huh. we're, you know, punishing people for is that they smoke too much. And then, and then, yeah. And then you see him piss himself and then it was terrible. And I couldn't even think of anything to write. Cause it was just like, what is this? Yeah. yeah. And then I thought that was brilliant. Like Chris, it was so simple that it was exactly what everyone's thinking i would hope uh i also <laughs> i also liked uh torture device shout outs i thought that was Thank that you. was really that funny was uh and then bruce willis's kaiser soze at the end of the others uh just Yo, made me I laugh when you were talking about crap. twists uh that was so great i really love that yeah uh, that was one of mine too that i enjoyed um i uh i had a lot of those on here i did like though just uh there's one long thing chris wrote about like uh, just about Jigsaw, like why he would build these traps and stuff. And it was just like at the end, but you can build life-affirming death traps all you want, but people are dicks. You know? <laughs> I just thought that was really funny. I already said the thing about it being noisy and confusing. Oh, the flashback with the character answering the phone. Mm-hmm. That was an hilarious. I didn't even catch that. Chris was the one who noticed that. That was so funny. And every time I would watch the new edit, I had to stop it for a second because I was laughing so hard. But it's yeah. literally the guy is choosing between two people from his office to kill. (laughs) And the only thing he can think of this one guy is he has a memory of him answering the phone, Danae. Like, Mm -hmm. that's that's a scene Mm -hmm. in a movie. Yeah. (laughs) A movie that had, like, a $15, $20 million budget, by the way. Like, a lot of money was spent on this movie. That's amazing. uh, It's it's, it's so crazy. That makes me feel good about my life. Um, And then, let's see... I'll talk about her in comments. Oh, and then I will say Eddie Winslow turned into a fucking insurance investigator. That's all you need to know how how much about Family Matters. Because I, yeah. I didn't even realize that was Eddie Winslow from Family Matters. Nice. Oh, yeah. It, so it, it was. Yeah. It won't be the last Family Matters uh, reference on this podcast. <laughs> um, there'll be another one of those coming up. Yeah. Ten Things I Hate About You uh, was the other movie from uh, CinemaSense Channel Man, this week. Could you get like more opposite movies in one week? 
I you mean, want, you want I guess the... if you had done like a Disney movie or something, maybe, maybe this is a Disney movie, but I'm saying like, <laughs> you know, like the computer who wore tennis shoes. <laughs> like, yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, this was a Scott share script. Jeremy and Barrett writing on this one. Um, I think at least Barrett had some stuff to say about 10 things I hate about you. Yep. He said 10 things I hate about you is still charming, but it's 90s as fuck. Almost 90s as reality bites. Heath Ledger is every bit as great as you probably remember, especially that can't take my eyes off of you scene. Um, Larry Miller's father character nearly steals the entire movie. Everyone is beautiful to look at. The writing is pretty good. Generally a good movie. There are a few times, though, where it's unbelievable, like when they're trying to force the losers in the school to date Julia Stiles so that her sister can date. And that dad only has the rules about no dating, not no drinking, no hard drugs uh, or gangs or shit, uh, just dating. And that teacher that was staring at Julia Stiles boobs wasn't reported for anything. That's that was the entirety of the notes. Have you seen this movie today? Nope. I take a drink. <laughs> I, I I don't. I mean, I just based on what I've le- you know learned over the last couple of years from your sense of humor, you you might you might like this. I mean, there oh, is yeah. definitely there's weird stuff in it, but it, it oh, is. I was so pissed off watching him kiss her. There's something that happens in movies a lot, TV and movies a lot, and it makes me instantly angry. I can't help. I like I look at it. I get like a little anger spike and then it goes away so like i i don't think about it too much but it's this thing where guys grab women's wrists all Mm -hmm. the time Mm -hmm. don't fucking grab me if i'm walking away i'm walking away for a fucking reason if you want to get slapped if you want to get punched grab me better yet fucking move me without my permission i will tear your face off like i just it (laughs) makes me so mad so like this aggressive like kissing thing that was going on i was not excited i will say these characters are kids i mean they're not i mean even though they're probably like 23 i know but i'm saying character wise they are kids that don't know any better but it's not it's not i don't think this is real kids this is hollywood's version of kids and that's what pisses me off is like this is what people watch and this is what people pattern their behavior after and this is why we she does make problems. him regret that, though. She makes him regret that, though. I mean, it's not—it's not like it's handled like, oh, now it's all over and they're in love. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. It seemed pretty much like it was a. We're just going to put these two beautiful people together to fall. Oh, in they love do eventually movie, end up so. together, but I'm saying in that scene. Yeah, contextually, she does, contextually, it I'm handles not it okay. Gonna watch this trash movie. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't care if you do or not. Um, no, but that was, that was something where I'm like, oh, okay, okay, okay. So we've got two beautiful people that are going to fall in love and blah, blah, blah. Well, so, it's a uh, taming of the shrew, right? Yeah. It's taming of the shrew. Yeah. It's the yeah. Shakespeare. Yeah. Yeah. Shakespeare can go bite it. You know, I'm just over Shakespeare entirely. Taming what of the that? shrew is kind of great. Uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. It really is. It really I'm is. Joking. I know you are. I know you are being a butt um <laughs> but it is I uncomfortable think, it was uncomfortable to watch i in, hear you in that part yeah i think i agree with barrett i i do i i've seen i haven't seen this movie in a while but i've Me seen either. it a few times i i do like it i think it's a charming movie i think it's funny i think it's genuinely funny i remember when it came out it just shocked me because this was around a time when like she's all that and all that stuff was coming out which i wasn't you know really a huge fan of and so i just thought this was going to be another one of those and it actually and it was it was smart at times mm-hmm. and you get really good performances. Heath Ledger, Joseph Gordon Levitt, uh, Julia Stiles. And uh, I don't know. I, I, I like it. I don't love it, but it's like, it's like a solid B. 
I remember loving it. Um, yeah. I, I remember thinking this movie's great, and I think a lot of it had to do with a sense of humor. It seemed different to me at the time than most of the you know coming of age rom coms that I'd seen uh, around that time. It seemed to be a little more honesty to it that I yeah, liked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they're also, and I think a lot of that has to do with the, the source material. Absolutely. Like, you, you know, like the source material is, is like very smart Clu- about. Kind of like why Clueless is better right. than some, because right. you've got the Jane Austen, yeah, you know. You've got- yeah, I agree. Um, so, so I remember loving it. I haven't seen it in a while. I'm sure there are things that wouldn't hold up for me. But one of the mm-hmm. things that is going to hold up, I'm almost sure, is the this cast. You look at this cast and just, crazy. it's like crazy how, you know, many of them went on to do such amazing things. Um, and... Yeah, this is this is one I kind of want to revisit, um, or maybe I kind of want to leave it where it is in my brain as a movie I love. I don't know, um, but I have a feeling if I watched it again, I'd still really like it. But yeah, I it's think, hard to know I mean, for I, sure. I've seen it. I mean, I've seen it like in the last decade. So I mean, I've seen it. You know, but there is definitely stuff that doesn't hold up. But okay. you know, there's like there's the gay panic thing that they throw sure in yeah that and, kind of um, stuff yeah. And then obviously the whether or not they're kids. I mean, there's some behavior that's maybe maybe rewarded more than it should be. But uh, but yeah, and and just the whole Joseph Joseph Gordon Levitt and the other sister, their whole plot to like get you know her a date is just it's weird. Yeah, <laughs> like I mean, no matter. But that's Saving the Shrew. So the the main thing I remember is is was it was just really funny. And a lot of that has yeah, to do is. with the it's, dad it's character is just oh Larry Miller. So, Larry so Miller is so great. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of that stuff as well. Oh man. Um, I'll start us off with the sins. Um, that observation about the canned beans, eating the canned beans in the background or whatever, just <laughs> the whole, the whole sin, the way it was written, everything about it was just so great. Um, the, when he's listing the rules of the house and the sin is about what, that's the only rules. And it <laughs> ends with YouTubing followed by murder. And I'm just like, it's so I, I was great. thinking that too. And you know, I don't know, like, I mean, my daughter obviously isn't dating yet. You know, she's just about to be 10. But, like, that's not something that, like, I'm worried about. And I don't know if that's weird. But, like, but I, but that sin, I related to that sin because it's, like, there's so much else I am so much more worried about than her, like, kissing a boy. You know, like, there's, like, there's, you know, like, horrible things out there that, just I don't I don't know, but that's well, just maybe I'm weird. You are the only one of the three of us that will be able to tell us if your experience matches uh, pop culture in that way, because that daddy daughter thing is very that is really ingrained in pop culture. The idea of overproductive fathers of daughters and there, here's my I mean, shotgun. I, have... I mean, we just talked about Armageddon. The whole opening scene of Armageddon is Bruce Willis yeah, that's firing a shotgun at a guy because he was with her daughter. Like, you know, like but I, it's I do know dads that are overprotective. Well, sure. Uh, I'm sure it comes to, from a real to the place. Point it's weird, you know. Uh, yeah, I, I'm sure it comes from a real place. I just wouldn't I haven't had daughters. And so, you know, I wouldn't necessarily know. And I think you know, it also has a lot to do with your environment. I mean, I grew up in uh, a very open you know, discussion type of mm-hmm. my family and stuff. So maybe that's part of it. Maybe my mom's, you know, what, maybe some of that's rubbing off on me. But, and, and when she turned 16 and all of a sudden boys are calling her or 14 or 15, whenever it is, uh, maybe I'll have a different story. But I don't know. I just, yeah. I, I, I hear guys just kind of that cliche a lot where right. I, I'm going to have, I'm going to have that shotgun up above the right. mantle. And it's like, I'm, I don't want a gun. And, <laughs> I'm definitely not going to threaten a kid with a gun. My hope is if I had like, a daughter, what is that? my hope is if I had a daughter, 
that we would have conversations about stuff yeah, and that I would trust, trust my parenting and trust my child. And if we needed to have further conversations, we would, but yeah, I, yeah, it's, it's definitely a really interesting pop culture thing. Um, that's that, that whole bad boys does that whole thing. Oh, that's too. God, that's yeah. Horrendous. So anyways, um, the, uh, those days are for jolt or mountain dew. Uh, that really slayed me, uh, like that one. Uh, the, uh, the question in the movie is who knocked up your sister and the narrator says well technically her dad uh, because he he made her wear the the pregnancy suit loved that um there there was some joke in the movie about uh I forget who it was but the sin is just necrophilia because she insinuates uh, that she did something with somebody who's been long passed away I thought that was really funny that was Shakespeare uh, that was Shakespeare <laughs> No, it's Shakespeare. Yeah, it was in the sh- it was in, it was in the source material. That's it's right. just a necrophilia. That's right. <laughs> the uh, hurdles that were too close together. Love that sin. Uh, pogo stick hurdles uh, made me laugh. Uh, there's no making out in paintball. Uh, that made me laugh. And then we already kind of touched on uh, kissing as a way to end an argument. Go figure. Um, uh, really appreciated that observation as well. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Jonathan, what about you? Um, I have. I oh, I wanted to make a one point. Uh, I do like. Uh, one week by the Bare Naked Ladies. I Me too. still listen to that song. It's a great song. I I would have bet my life savings that Aaron liked One Week by the Bare Naked Ladies. You so. would you would have you would have gotten paid off on that one. I do I enjoy should. that I song. I wish that was I wish that was a thing. It was actually a- one week since you learned me. <laughs> um, that and tub uh, thumping. Oh, yes, absolutely. <laughs> Owning a convertible while in Seattle. Uh, I thought was very good. And just uh, you guys mentioned a lot of them. Uh, Why does detention have a dedicated classroom? I thought was really funny. And uh, I really liked the, we already talked about the kissing is never waiting in an argument, but uh, I really liked the better off dead outtake, the, uh, the French fries, French mm-hmm. dressing. Yeah. Uh, I just, I don't know that we've ever had a better off dead outtake. So I thought Probably that was great. Not. Probably not. <laughs> maybe uh, the $2. Maybe we've done that in the past. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, Danae, what about you? Um, I like the, uh, when the dad is explaining that he had just, um, had a 15 year old that gave birth to twins and he's like, do you know what she said to me in the sin is that MTV offered me a reality TV show? Yes. Yeah. Uh, that's definitely sinful mm-hmm. and I loved it. The hurdles one where, um, the athletes have pogo sticks cracked mm-hmm. me up. And then the one that got me the most was when she is reading her poem at the end and having this emotional breakdown and the sin is taking an English assignment this seriously. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Very nice. All right. Let's move into keeping tabs. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Hey, podcast peeps, it's me again. Um, mm-hmm. no, those are my dogs. 
Mm-hmm. Those are my. Uh, every time I try to talk. Wow. Uh, is this how Aaron feels? When we're. Okay. We're going to try this. Okay. Uh, I just wanted to tell you about the survey again, which is at cinemasense.com slash BTS. So go fill it out. The internet is a communications tool used the world over where people can come together to bitch about movies and share pornography with one another. Ha ha! Oh, jeez. This is the most public yet of my many humiliations. We're each going to uh, talk about something during the sins writing process that uh, that we wanted to mention. Um, I since I already mentioned mine, I'll go ahead and start uh, the poly exclusion principle. Uh, Let's talk about something so exciting. So really, here's the deal: uh, when Sandy lifts her hands above her head, she's also wearing a spherical helmet, mm-hmm. which would mean her arms would have to pass through that helmet in front of her uh, to be lifted over her head in that manner. Um, you know, it takes advantage of animation being two dimensional and you don't have to think about that kind of stuff. Um, but anyway, so I was trying to think, is there a scientific, you know, uh, principle or theory that has to do with two things not being able to be in the same place at the same time? Um, what's interesting is the poly exclusion principle is kind of about that, but not, but on a more, um, Oh, what's the quantum physics level. It's more quantum physics than kind of the physics you learn in school. Um, yeah. And it's more yeah. about the atoms and how atoms yeah. interact with each other. So. It's not a very, very. Min- it's basically like this is the rule mm-hmm. for atoms. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, and it's like it says that two wait that in a single atom, no two electrons will have an identical set or the same quantum numbers. Mm-hmm. And when I read that, I was like, okay, great. I'm gonna have to do some more research. <laughs> And then it goes on to say, to put it in simple terms, every electron should have or be in its own unique singlet state. Mm -hmm. And there are two salient rules that the Pauli exclusion principle follows. So this is when all of a sudden I'm like, what am I in an episode of Big Bang Theory here? Like, what is happening right now? <laughs> well, can I just say I that is why I felt really good about choosing it is because it's so complicated that nobody's going to be able to call call me on it unless you're like a theoretical physicist. Uh, and, yeah. and we didn't see any it, of those in the in the it chat. It had layers. And I ha- I went to four different websites before I was like, okay, okay. Because I was trying to figure out, is this is this actually proving the sin or is this disproving the sin because <laughs> it kind of got confused uh-huh. um not not in the ways that you might imagine but more in the ways of the more you dig the more questions there are sure because it's just such a massive topic yeah um but in general like it was like only two electronic electrons can occupy the same orbital right so then i'm like okay so does that but what what does that push in towards with spongebob the goal is the goal is to send sandy lifting this over her head let's look at the picture the electrons okay, the picture. in her arms can't be yeah. in the same place as the electrons in the yeah. in the helmet uh, yeah i did want to mention one uh, uh comment from jay viking uh that said sin for making me look up the poly exclusion principle and then it's replied to by Wild Child, who says, adding another sin for still not understanding the reference because it's way too complicated. <laughs> yeah. I'm also adding another another sin for making me feel dumb, especially when it comes to science and comedy, my favorite subjects. Uh, mm-hmm. So, yes, that was the intention, that it would be so complicated uh, that you'll just you have to accept it. You'll just have to accept yeah. it's true. 
Yeah. So it it go. goes on. There were a lot of layers to this. I I'm actually, I was, I didn't, I'm kind of kicking myself because I didn't uh, save. This is also my keeping tabs. Oh, um, okay. I didn't, I didn't save the website that I thought that I did. Um, but in short, it takes this principle and it moves it into uh, these different applicable states since mm -hmm. it's something that's so, it's like a universal statement in a mm -hmm. way. Yeah. So like the, the poly exclusion principle covers a lot and then there's these different theories and then there's these different extensions of it. And then there's these different Reddit threads that are like, um, are there, uh, uh, are there any, is there any way to disprove the poly exclusion principle? And then there's like conversations about it. And I actually looked up a lot of them. It was really interesting. Um, I spent about 30 minutes learning nice. about this. So. Well, you're welcome. Yeah. You're welcome. Thank you, Aaron. Uh, what well about you, Jonathan? What's your uh, keeping tab this week? So in, so it's all six. So we had, I had a sin. This is a cut sin, but the reason it's cut, it's kind of funny. So we, uh, in Saw 5, which we did, we did the video of back in October, uh, Scott Patterson plays an officer that is going after, that realizes Hoffman, the Casas Mandalore character, is involved in this. And so he's trying to track him down. And then at the end of the movie, he gets like crushed in this room mm -hmm. that like the walls come in, you know, for all of you that remember Saw 5. So at the beginning of Saw 6, of course, they reiterate some of that. And, um, there's a scene in Saw 6 where Hoffman goes in the room after uh, Scott Patterson's character has been killed. And like literally all that's hanging there, it's like a torso. And so I wrote a sin. I got to hand it to Scott Patterson. He really went method with this scene. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we left it in. We left it in. Uh -huh. It was in, you know, it, it uh -huh. made the final cut. And then we sit down to watch the first edit and it gets to that scene. And I think I wrote in there, blur whatever you have to blur, you know. Uh -huh. And then we get to that scene, you can't see anything because literally, like literally the whole screen is just blurred, blurred. <laughs> because yeah. there was nothing, nothing you could there show. There was no way to show it. And yeah. it was just, I was watching the edit. I, I, it, it made me laugh so hard. <laughs> I was, and that nice. was, I was just kind of like, fuck this movie. Like I can't <laughs> even like get a, a sin. I'm right. really proud of in it because it's so disgusting. Yep. <laughs> that was just. It was a it was an interesting moment in my life. So it was a cut sin, but it wasn't cut till after uh, the edit, which does happen. I mean, we do cut sins um, uh, during the edits uh, because things just don't work, you know, yeah. the way we thought they would. But this was the first time it didn't work because you just couldn't see anything. And I just uh, I, I, I just kind of wrote, ha ha ha. I think we got to cut this one. <laughs> and, uh, and Chris was like, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Exactly. But it was a really cool sin. <laughs> That's amazing. That is amazing. Uh, all right, let's move on to the comment section. I want to know what you're thinking. I appreciate your honesty. You're a real straight shooter. You are the ones who are the ball lickers. We're just going to find a comment uh, from different places that uh, they may come from, whether it be the YouTube videos, Discord, or even the live chat. Uh, and we'll uh, grab one of those. Uh, Danae will pick one of those at the end uh, for us to answer. So if you are in the live chat and you have a question about this week's content or pers uh, or about stuff going on right now with uh, BTS, uh, feel free to put those in the chat right now. Um, Jonathan, why don't you start? What's your sorry, comment? Sorry this to week? keep going back to Saul. I feel like it's just <laughs> over and over. But this was awesome. Uh, so Tanisha Howard is an actress that is in Saul Six, and she's in the beginning scene. She's the one that's like chopping her arm off. And what's interesting, we send her, not her specifically. We actually say she's fine, 
but she won a reality show contest that was on, I think, VH1 for a couple seasons. It was called Scream Queens. And uh, that's and that was part of her winning that season uh, was that she got to be in Saw 6. Oh, nice. And Yeah, and so we write sins in the past, like making jokes, like, did this actor win a contest to be in this movie? And so since this was a situation where it was actually someone who won a contest... Uh, we were just like, we're going to throw sin in because, you know, that's funny that it actually happened. Uh, but she, she, I mean, she's, she's great. And then her, uh, she has a YouTube channel called Forever Tanidra TV. So check that out if you want. But she commented, uh, also, she's the thumbnail. She's the picture that we used for the thumbnail. And uh, she said, thanks for reviewing this. This was an awesome to see. Being the thumbnail is an honor. Uh, she wrote that in all caps, so I'm guessing she enjoyed it. Nice. And uh, so, yeah, so just throwing some love her way. Uh, and yeah, like I said, Forever Tanidra TV is her uh, YouTube channel if you want to check it out. Um, I, I read some stuff on her after that, too, where somebody had commented about apparently, because I didn't watch Scream Queens. I just remembered it. But uh, apparently there was a lot of like, uh, she had to, she was maybe not as, she didn't, maybe she didn't have as much uh, background in acting when she joined the show. And she got ridiculed for that a little bit by the other contestants. Apparently, there was a lot of racism uh, directed her way, which is awful. And uh, so it's nice to see that she seems to be, uh, you know, she's she's she, she she's had more of a career than any of them have. So good for her. Nice. Because uh, that's terrible. Uh, Danae, what is yeah. your comment for the week? Well, okay, I have one. It's from um, one of our things that we do. Super specific. It's from Jack. This is on TV sins. Okay. Jack says, stop procrastinating and give us the last two Falcons. <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen, we will. When we can, we have them. They are ready. They're just waiting. They're, they're, they're at the gate. Mm-hmm. They're just waiting for us to open the gate and run out into the world. Calm down. It's going to be fine. You yeah, will see they- them when we can release yeah, them. It, you and, will uh, see them. Okay? It'll be like pretty much boom, boom. and Calm down, uh, Jack. Season <laughs> season recap. He wasn't the only one. There were others just like Jack making the same comment on every TV since video <laughs> that's coming out, which I actually sort of enjoy. I like I that too. people notice that we haven't been able to release all of them. Like sometimes our plans are thwarted, guys. <laughs> we this have is going to be our this is going to be our it. Avengers Infinity War. Although that's not why Avengers Infinity War. I mean, I, I you know I, you'd have to ask Chris. I don't know why he waited to schedule it. You know, but. Uh, mm-hmm. But um, but that was I remember every CinemaSins video. When are you doing Avengers: Infinity War? So that's going to mm-hmm. be our little mm-hmm. smaller version of that. Yeah. I, so uh, maybe just you might not you might not get it as soon as you can now because I don't know I'm a little more. <laughs> so now we're, now now we're being... maybe we just won't maybe we won't give it to you. I think I commented as TV Sins on one of those maybe one or two of those and basically said, "Yep, still coming. We just can't release it now for reasons." Uh, yeah, and, for reasons, know, guys. For reasons, guys. For reasons. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's people asking it in the comments now. What? <laughs> what is? I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, I, it is. It is. Uh, it's. Uh, it's I, hard I don't to know wait. If we're really, we we're not really supposed to. I don't know. There's a lot of factors, so it's it's. But it is definitely coming. It's for reasons. Mm-hmm. It is for reasons. Uh, I wanted to mention because I promised there would be more family matters. There was a comment uh, about the Rick dance being based on the Urkel dance. It's and, the Rick dance. And they said um, that's because in a lot of promos in cut content that Family Matters was Rick's favorite show that he constantly watched, which I didn't know. Mm-hmm. I didn't remember that or know that. 
Um, so that is that is why that happened. But then I wanted to mention, uh, Adam said, liked this video. This is for the uh, SpongeBob video. Uh, liked this video purely for the Paul Macbeth and Jomez references. And then a comment follow-up from Walter says, there's definitely a disc golfer on the writing staff. And yes, there is a disc golfer on the writing staff. And it was so... <laughs> This is, this is my D&D, Danae. It was so fun to go through the comments and see all my fa- my disc golf buddies being like, I get, mm-hmm. I get that. I know that reference. Um, very, <laughs> I very understood fun. that reference. <laughs> it's very, very fun. Uh, Danae, pick us a live uh, oh. chat question for the week. I was trying to think I, of what even my thing would be. Like somebody be like, oh, there must be a Diet Dr. Pepper drinker on that staff. <laughs> must be. <laughs> Um, I will find a comment and I'm going to do the one that I've been waiting on. Um, so this was from Cal who asks, what's planned for the hundredth episode of the BTS podcast? Great question. I think this is a great question and I'm excited to talk about it. (laughs) We're firing Jonathan. We're getting rid of Jonathan, uh, replacing, uh, him with, uh, one of the characters from SpongeBob. We won't, we won't be one. telling you why Falcon and Winter Soldier isn't out yet. We're not going to be doing that. I'll tell you that. Well, by then it should be. We're going to do a regular episode for the 100th episode. However, mm-hmm. I will tell you that a lot of that is because we will be oh. celebrating our two-year anniversary right around our 100th episode, which makes sense for a weekly podcast because there's 52 weeks in a year. Um, so instead of doing uh, a big 100-episode celebration, we're going to be a, uh, do our annual uh, you know, birthday celebration for our, I think, 104th episode, maybe 103rd. I know we had one week where we didn't necessarily Oh, wait, it, so, but... yeah, that's right. I, I got that confused. So what, what episode are we on? Is this 99? This is 99. This okay, is, okay. Uh, so, number yeah, 99. No, Falcon and Winter Soldier will not be out. Are we, including, are we including that these chips are good one? So is this I don't 98? Think, I don't think uh, these chips are good is a numbered episode. Uh, okay. So, um, I couldn't remember. So yeah, that, that that's when I thought I was going to be fired because I couldn't get my <laughs> mic to work. Like they're just going to be like, screw this. So along with that question, a reminder that you can send your favorite moments from year number two uh, to Aaron at cinemasins.com. Please let me know what episode and uh, timestamp for your moments and we will compile those. Uh, together for our big episode. I will also give you a little tease. Our uh, big celebration two-year anniversary episode may be with all three of us in the same room. Can you imagine? Yeah. You, got, you guys are going to have to fax me some documentation. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Just, I have to, fa- have fax to us flash our, our fax cards. Our fax cards. Yeah. 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 Those things are um, huge. Is are yours big? Like mine I mine's like a postcard. Hey, hey, like that's I, a personal I, question. I'm not Jonathan. putting that. I can't put it like in my wallet. So like where am I putting it to where I can have it at all times? I don't know that I'm gonna need it. Hey, consider but... folding it. <laughs> but then that, that causes a crease. Yeah, I was told not to fold mine. Yeah, it actually I was told that. Yeah. I was I was told keep it intact and do not fold it. Um, but yes. But Jonathan I don't uh, know why that matters. HR in the corner's ears just perked up when you said are yours big? Um, oh yeah that's true (laughs) hr oddly enough is dressed like billy puppet from saw today i don't know what that's about (laughs) i don't know why i don't know why the the saw puppet and uh the donnie darko bunny are all just hanging out in the corner today i don't understand the saw there has to be a reason that i i just don't remember but the saw puppet's name is billy i just think that's so funny (laughs) Uh, 
So, yes, please get your moments in uh, for that by emailing me, Aaron at cinemasins.com. Uh, all right, let's move on to Beyond the Sins. To infinity and beyond. Somewhere beyond my wild history. To boldly go where no man has gone before. We're just going to talk about something else we've seen from the world of pop culture recently. Uh, Danae, kick us off. What do you got? Oh, um, yeah, I don't have anything. Okay. Just completely, completely nothing. We've been too completely busy. Completely nothing. Too busy. I have literally had no time to do anything other than work uh, and and work. I've only been working this last week. Wow. No even no mobile yeah. games, no nope. websites. Well, tell us. Uh, nope. tell us about uh, the Rick and Morty episode, uh, Rixy business. I mean, I can, I can tell you that there is this free, oh, I, there's a free Photoshop program called <laughs> GIMP. Um, you also here, I, I'll show it to those of you who are, uh, watching. I have been working on a project. Um, as you can see here, <laughs> <laughs> what, am I a dinosaur? <laughs> Um, it's called GIMP. It's free. Listen, I have a, a massive learning curve on this because I obviously don't know what I'm doing. Uh, but I have, I have since the show started, cut out Aaron's face and given him Marlin face. From I was going to say, I never, Nemo. I never thought I would find Finding Nemo creepy, but now I do. And then, and just then imagine I also... that face saying, uh, boner, you know, just imagine, <laughs> uh, I, I I would request that someone um, watching the show, if you or if you would like to, you know, take a little screenshot and maybe like I don't know, maybe I should try to figure out how to tweet this. I that's probably important. This is genius in action, but listen, GIMP is really difficult. To, there is a learning curve. I used to use this program mm -hmm. uh, regularly, so uh, but I'm really really rusty on it. I just downloaded it super quick when the show started to mm -hmm. fuck around, uh, which you can see. And I will post this on Twitter for those of you guys who obviously aren't able to watch the show live. Somebody. So don't worry. You can go to Twitter and you can see my genius in action. Um, but anyhow, it is free. And yes, there's a learning curve, but there's a lot of material online to learn how to use it. Uh, but I would not say this is a user-friendly thing. This is something where um, there's a reason it's free. <laughs> <laughs> guys, like it, uh, Photoshop programs have a lot of options and a lot of things to get used to. And mm. um but it's nice whenever you don't you don't have to pay a lot of money for mm -hmm. for these for programs. Sure. I do use sites I've talked about before, like Canva. Um, Canva is a really great one for quick photoshopping stuff. Uh, but for what I was just trying to do, where I was, you know, removing Aaron's face and adding in a new face, that Canva doesn't help with that. You have to use a. Uh, more complex programs mm. and since your girl is broke i don't got no money to i can't just go buy adobe i was messing around in photoshop because there was that leonardo dicaprio uh photo that the new york post was like leo is unrecognizable in his new movie and people were making fun of it because it looks just like leo dicaprio uh and so i was replacing his head onto the salt shaker and then the salt mm -hmm. shaker onto his head uh for just a fun little photo thing i did photoshop has gotten so easy you just draw a box around what you want to cut out and it figures out what you're what you're trying to do. Like I just drew a box around Leo's head and it perfectly cut his head out. And it was just like uh, see, that just makes me want to buy it because this was I can't I'm not doing I can't figure anything out. <laughs> the, like, like the like content crap. the content aware stuff yeah. that Adobe Photoshop is doing now is just it's mind blowing. It's just really <laughs> mind blowing stuff. So the first person I saw retweet that picture, I think was Frank. 
and our friend, our listener, and our friend Frank in Kemp. And uh, I just, I just commented below. It said he he looks just like Tommy Lee because <laughs> yeah. that was the thing from the previous week, right? right Sebastian right. Stan, yeah. which I got to say, man, whoever did that makeup on, uh, is it Lily James? Is that her mm-hmm. name? I think so. It's incredible. Man. Yeah, <laughs> that's like that's phenomenal. I hope. Like I'm like I'm like already give that makeup artist the Oscar. We're done. Uh, uh, somebody just said, by the way, that uh, Jonathan has a big head and little arms. That's actually accurate. So Danae didn't have to do anything there. So <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, Jonathan, what do you got? Uh, well, I saw this movie uh, called Saw Six. No, I'm kidding. I'm joking. Um, no, I I went back to the theater and uh, I've actually been back to the theater twice. <laughs> nice. And uh, I I just and I will say shout out by the way real quick before I talk about the movie, but. Uh, if you are in my area or know what I'm talking about, the AMC Stones River Nine uh, in the Rutherford County and Murfreesboro area, they uh, they appear to be killing it and uh, uh, made me very comfortable. And uh, so shout out to AMC Stones River Nine. You guys have been to that theater. You saw Jiminy Man uh, mm-hmm. with me there. Sure and, did. Uh, yeah, yeah. But they're 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 I, I they're they're making sure you got the mask on and you're doing your thing and all that fun stuff so nice uh yeah it's good stuff but i saw uh, wrath of man was the movie that opened last week and that was the movie that got me back to the theater which is weird because i'm not a huge guy Ritchie fan i mean i like he has movies i like but i i don't think about him when mm-hmm. you know i'm thinking about like my favorite filmmakers and stuff and um but i just there was something about it like i kept hearing things aaron said some stuff to me about it that interested me and some other people did mm-hmm. and uh, so i checked it out and i'm glad i did because i loved this movie nice so much uh it's a remake actually which i didn't know until i went and saw it it's a remake of a 2004 french film uh called les convoyeurs i uh, it's also known as cash truck apparently interesting um yeah i i i kind of want to go check that out but um but from what i understand i think it's pretty i mean it's it's a pretty direct you know remake uh that that makes sense because yeah i was you know one of the things i noticed right away is it doesn't feel as much like a quote-unquote Guy Ritchie movie as most Guy Ritchie movies do. And it makes sense now that it was a remake and kind of had some structure already based into it. Um, (laughs) Somebody said in a review, and they actually, I think it might have been David, is it Ehrlich? Is that his name? Mm -hmm. Ehrlich? Uh, I think, and he didn't like it. uh, or he Well, he didn't care that much for it. I mean, he didn't give a terrible review, but it wasn't great. But but I thought it was funny. He did make a point. He's like, I, I don't know exactly what, I can't remember verbatim, but it was something along the lines of, you know this is a different Guy Ritchie film. Because there's a character named Bullet, and it's not the one Jason Statham is playing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which is totally fair. Like you're yeah. right. I mean, but yeah, it's it's a movie. Like I didn't like like I didn't even know like Guy Ritchie could make this kind of movie. It's it's um it's it's just it's real it's it's really it's real it's a kind of a slow burn. Mm-hmm. It's really stripped down. Uh, and it you really know, gives a, Statham a chance to act a couple times too. It does. It does. I was actually thinking this is probably my favorite performance of his, at least since maybe like Spy, mm-hmm. which yeah. that's more of a comedic thing. But sure. that was that was the last performance of his that kind of stands out to me. I like Jason Statham. I, do I too. just I wish I was as cool as Jason Statham looks <laughs> in his movies. Like that yeah. is, I I don't even know how you get that cool. And uh, uh, hopefully he's that cool in real life. I don't know. I don't know him. Uh, but, uh, but I love him in his movies and this is, I, I don't like to say like, I, I hate like, uh, when it's so soon since I've seen it, I've only seen it once, but I think this is the best, this is my, I think this is in my opinion, the best Guy Ritchie film. I, I'm, cause I can't really think of anything that I've liked this much, at least the first time I saw it. And some of his have grown on me. Sure. 
but I don't know. I just there was something about this one. It was very different. Maybe it was because it was adapted from source material. But but Statham's good. Uh, the guy that plays Bullet is uh, I love uh, Holt McCallney, who I mm-hmm. or McCallany, uh who's an actor, character actor that uh, I mean you, you you'll recognize him. Sure. Uh, I don't think he gets used enough. This is it's it's actually it's a really good cast too. Uh, Jeffrey Donovan's in it from uh, Burn Notice. Uh, Scott Eastwood is mm-hmm. really good, and yeah. I don't know that I've particularly been drawn to him before. Uh, but he's quite good in this. Um, I think the action sequences are really well handled. They're not too over the top. They're like perfect uh, for this type of movie. Um, it's definitely got like heat vibes and stuff like that. Like it's definitely going for that kind of vibe. But I, but I but I think it works on its own. Uh, I think the the heist setup is really interesting to me. I think structurally um, this movie is really interesting too. Yeah. Um, when you're taking a risk like this in messing around with the timeline. Uh, it better be with a purpose or it's going to be annoying to me. And I feel like this movie has a purpose with exactly yes. the information it's giving you when it's giving it to you. And I think that's really good. Uh, I also really like the opening scene of this movie. I think yes. the the open is um, artistic almost. I mean, it's it's just there's it's it's really yeah. um, interesting. So yeah, this movie does a lot a, that I, I that I liked. And, and I uh, don't and I, I don't want to spoil anything, but I will say this movie goes in a direction. I wasn't expecting like like there it gets like it gets a little twisty but like I was just so caught up in what was going on I didn't even know that like I was missing information let's put mm-hmm. it that way like I I didn't know there was information I was even missing right uh, and 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 if you know and I think if the movie hadn't done that it would have been fine but but it's okay that it did I mean I think that worked too it it, it you know it just uh, broadened everything I guess and, yeah you know. Ma- but uh, but that that's always interesting when something happens and you're like, whoa, wait, what? I what? There was you know, I didn't know that's where we were going. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I just like I I think a lot of it has to do with Statham and uh, and Richie just kind of holding back and not throwing in like you know this isn't like uh you know King Arthur or something like that or Sherlock Holmes where there's mm-hmm. just shit everywhere and it's just outlandish, it's loud. This is a really quiet movie and it's. It just kind of lets itself tell it. I mean, it just lets the story, you know. Uh, and I think the story is cohesive, and I think the resolution yes. of the story is cohesive yeah, as well. Yeah. And like, yeah, I, I really, uh, there, yeah, like I said, there's a lot to love about this one. Uh, yeah, I like, I, and I get why people like Snatch and you know, Lock, Stock, sure. and Two Smoking Barrels. And there are things about those movies that I do kind of enjoy, but I just this is more my type. If you're going to do this kind of movie, the movie it really reminded me of was, um, and not really because of plot or anything, but uh, Payback with a. Uh, with mm, Mel Gibson, with Gibson, yeah, which is actually a remake of a, a movie called Point Break with Lee Marvin. I, both of those movies were in my mind while I was watching this one. Interesting, uh, but it's even, but it's even, it's even quieter than those because like Payback still kind of got like this quirkiness to it, mm-hmm. and there's none of that here. I mean, this is very straightforward, yeah. and it's it's very serious. Mm-hmm. Um, there's it's a little not, bit of humor here and there, but there not, is, there is not much, definitely, yeah. yeah. So, but I high recommend, um, I mean, I, I get it. If you're not comfortable in the theater and whatnot, totally get, but I, I assume it's going to be available pretty soon. Yeah. Uh, most of, I think now it's, I think pretty much that 45 day window is just what it is now. So I'm going to talk about a new sitcom on Peacock called girls five Eva, um, that I binged all eight episodes of this week. Um, so proud of you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, did they? You can add this to the list of things Aaron knows you'll love if you ever accidentally see them. Um, because this this show is so up your alley. 
uh, humor-wise. The sense of humor okay. in this is so good. Um, this comes from Tina Fey, uh, kind of her style. Like So Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt feels a lot like this show. 30 Rock feels a lot like this show. Um, I will also mention that it's run by Meredith Scardino. Uh, I think it's very important mm-hmm. to mention her name as well because she is really the driving force behind this show. Uh, you can just feel the Tina Fey fingerprints on it as well. It stars Paula Pell, uh, Busy Phillips, Sarah Bareilles. Danae, you remember Sarah Bareilles, the singer Sarah Bareilles? Wow. Uh, uh, yeah. And that name sounds familiar. Renee Elise Goldsberry, who you may know from Hamilton. Not you, Danae, but other people may know from Hamilton. Um, and they are four members of a girl group that was popular like 20 years ago. And one of their uh, samples from one of their songs is used in a rapper's video in modern day. And it kind of relaunches people's, um, you know, memory, nostalgia for their girl group. And so they try to take advantage of that, maybe go back on tour, do some things. It is so funny and it's also funny in a way that you can't be on network TV. And I'm not saying it's like, super raunchy except it it kind of is <laughs> like it's it's really interesting so it is super raunchy I, I mean it's hard to say it's just it you can tell the walls are down right like you can tell there's um you know the ability to make some jokes they you know they couldn't make on 30 rock or or that kind of thing mm-hmm. the characters are quirky interesting sarah Bareilles is so great in this show i had no idea she was this great of an yeah. actor that doesn't um, really shock me though, because if you watch her music videos and stuff, like there is mm-hmm. something like she is a character, you know, like mm-hmm. so I, I I could see her like in this, especially if they're musicians and stuff. I could I could see her pulling this off. Yeah, I um I just think and and of course um one of the things I love about uh Renee Elise Goldsberry, who was uh one of the Skyler sisters, Angelica in in yeah. Hamilton. Angelica. She's so talented in Hamilton and so powerful. And then to see her come to this and be so funny, like to show that mm-hmm. other aspect of her personality. I don't know. I just, I re and busy Phillips is just hilarious oh, in I this. I love busy Phillips is just seems like one of the greatest people that walks the earth. She, she just, she's awesome. Uh, this show she's is always- <laughs> so good. Um, so good. Uh, it's really weird, though, discovering that Busy Phillips was that funny, though, because, you know, I knew her from Dawson's Creek, and then and then she did right. Cougar Town. Right. And Cougar, Cougar Town, which is a show that, like, I, I it did okay, but I don't think enough people appreciated that show. That show was really funny, and a lot of it had to do with her. Uh, so, yeah, I'm definitely checking this out when I can. So, I will say this. It is on Peacock, and your biggest mm-hmm. wall to seeing this may be the fact that it is exclusive to Peacock. However... Um, Peacock has an ad version. Uh, I think they have a free ad version. I could be wrong about they that. They do. They do. But what's hard to know, I don't know. That, but there's not all of their content is on the free ad version. Right. Right. And so they do have like a five dollar a month with ads. Right. That has everything. And then there's like another. I think it's ten dollars a month. Um, you get no ads. Yeah. Although I found out. Some things still have ads, which kind of pisses me off. But, yeah, I think um, they can't get out of it with some some things yeah, they have deals I know, with. But it's still yeah. just like Yeah, I but, agree. Uh, I agree. If you have Xfinity though, if if you're somebody out there that has Comcast because Comcast owns NBC or maybe it's NBC, I don't however that works, you should have access to the the premium with ads without having to pay any extra. And just that throwing that out there. And if you're in the same situation as Danae's house, maybe you got Peacock because of WWE. And maybe you maybe you, I do. 
<laughs> didn't didn't your husband get it for the WrestleMania? Didn't he watch WrestleMania? He I heard he told you that. I heard he told you that, and then you sang the Katy Perry song "Peacock" to him. <laughs> I know what? that's a lie because I don't know that song. But um, oh, you should check that song out. It's great. Actually, it's oh, not okay. very good. Okay, it's it's. Just... I'm texting him now. Do we has the peacock? <laughs> the chat Hopefully. is the chat is uh, really enjoying me saying peacock for some reason. I, I have no idea what it has to do with um, about that word peacock. But uh, I have no idea why that would be a big deal to them that I would say peacock. Uh, that just doesn't, just don't understand. I am getting really confused what's on what though. Um, and I have a lot of these and I'm still just mm-hmm. like, I, I've, I've been, I've been making lists whenever I hear something like you recommend something. I just write it down and I make sure to write down what it's on. Cause like, I just, <laughs> yeah, it's like I, peacock, distinguishing peacock and Paramount and Apple and Amazon is, is becoming way too hard. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. So, yeah. He just messaged me back. Yes, we have Peacock. I'm like, how do I not know this? <laughs> uh, when did you make that decision? When he wanted you might, not, you might not be paying for it, though. Yeah, but there is a free ad version. But like I said, I don't think I think the original stuff is not on the free ad version. But maybe I'm wrong. So well, just check he, it out. If he got if WrestleMania, you go to the website, you can, if he got WrestleMania, he doesn't have the free ad version. They no, made, he does it. But I'm saying to watch Girls Five Eva. Five Eva. Yes. I don't know. And it might even be where you can at least watch the first episode and then see if you like it. You know, that kind of... They, so a lot of the times, they at least do that, even if, yeah. you know... So just check it out. Go to Peacock. I think it's PeacockTV.com. Yeah, something like that. Anyhow, I, I, I really can't give a bigger, higher recommend to this show. Sounds uh, awesome. And I... I know that sets up expectations. I get that. But I just had so much fun with it. And I wanted to let you know, if you have a way to see it, uh, it's just eight episodes. They're all like 20 minutes long. So it's it's a quick binge, too. Um, you could be done in less than three hours. Um, so, yeah, two and a half hours of hilarious, hilarious stuff. Uh, it's girls Must be nice. Hey, Danae, Aaron had two and a half hours to, <laughs> to do well, something do he what wanted guys to do. Busy? I'm kidding. I'm are kidding. you guys busy? I don't understand. I, I got nothing to do. <laughs> that made me almost throw up a little bit. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, Gimp you can download for free. Wrath of Man <laughs> is available uh, in theaters in Girls 5 Eva on Peacock. It's like you yelled, you're like, Gimp. well that's going to do it for behind the scenes this week don't forget to make sure you subscribed and go ahead and leave a comment or rating as well if you've got anything you want to send us you can do that you can mail it to p.o box 881 republic missouri 65738 hang out with us on twitter i'm at aaron dicer she is at danae says d-e-n-e-e-s-a-y-s and he is at sam lewis 13 so for jonathan watkins danae hughes a wall of sauce and myself we will see you next week Happy Eliza Doolittle Day! Thanks for listening. Send any feedback to bts at cinemasins.com. And be sure to subscribe, rate, and comment. Find more ways to connect by visiting cinemasins.com slash bts. Okay, 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 That uh, it was, it was like it's like like one of those um what are they called those crazy goats I don't know how anyone puts up with me check yourself before you wreck yourself you gotta check yourself before you wreck yourself okay.
Okay, got to add that to my weekly to-do list. Hang tight. What, eat cheese? Eat cheese. Yes, yes. Can I talk about eating cheese with you guys? Let's do that right now. Yeah, let's talk about eating cheese. Good talk. Yeah, that's great talk. Great talk. Constipation. Let's go. So Iris has those string cheese snack options. Um, There's one that's cheddar. So when I'm wanting a snack, I usually have a thing of cheddar cheese. And then I also will have like beef jerky. Cause yeah. Do you do like full on beef jerky or do you like the Slim Jims? Full on beef like, jerky. I don't oh, like Slim like I Jims. Have, I don't know. They're not actually. T- I mean, I, maybe they are still Slim Jims, but I have like the. Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Snap it to a Slim Jim. Oh, yeah. Did you guys see the documentary on him recently? It was on like uh, A&E or something. It might be on The Sins today. Wow. That's amazing. <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> so I'm having my snack. And I drop uh, my the the string cheese. I, I drop the cheese on the floor. It's fully encased in the plastic. I hadn't Did opened it. Did you cut it? <laughs> Did you cut the cheese? <laughs> <laughs> so I tell the dogs to come with me so that they don't get it. I come back into the room. I thought I picked it up and put it on my desk. Mm-hmm. I'm confused about the details at this point. All I know is that when I go for the cheese, it's not there. So I have to get another slice of cheese. I don't know what happened to that cheese. Well, I do now. You still don't? No, I do now. Oh, but that's good. for a while, I, I looked in their dog bed. I looked on our bed. I looked in all the places that the dogs would go and just take it. Um, dogs like cheese, man. <clears throat> yeah. So they had, they, had, they had an upheaval. One of them did. And I did not investigate it thoroughly because I just don't care enough to. But it was just the plastic outer coating. The cheese was gone out of the middle. So they either like pierced it with their their teeth and like sucked it out somehow or just the gastrointestinal juices just dissolved the cheese. And, it, and I don't think that's it. Sent I don't think out it's the that. plastic. Yeah, I don't think it's that. <laughs> I was I was I was like, oh, there it is. Days later. It, it would be more likely they knew how to open the package than the other thing you said. <laughs> I just don't know how they got it. I Anyway. They'll find a way. Mystery. Are you sure? Are you sure it went like Justin or somebody like yeah. ate it? Yeah, oh, it just okay. and then he just puked up the, <laughs> the. Oh, you you found the that too. Okay, never mind. Yeah, there was evidence. So I um did something I haven't done in a long time, and right before the show started, I got my guitar out and I started practicing some songs. Oh, nice. Yeah. Whenever I hear people are just randomly doing that, I just picture that they're singing uh, Leonard Cohen's Hallelujah. I don't know why. That's just what I always. So now mm-hmm. I have visions of Danae, uh, uh, busting out, busting out some. Now I've heard there was a secret chord. You know that. So. And then, uh, and then I don't even like that song. Then Jonathan <laughs> I mean, will be Jonathan will be playing the role of Belushi in Animal House and yeah. uh, destroying the guitar. That David read and it pleased the Lord. So we've used that. I've used that. I should say uh, outtake on two different TV sins. Uh, outtakes <laughs> like recently yeah yeah like in a row i uh i um uh, i'm trying to think have we i just did that too with another one the 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 high anxiety the i got yeah. it i got it i got i, I, I used that again i don't get yesterday it. on and it and it will be a go-to running yeah. gag for me anytime somebody's playing like an acoustic guitar kind of thing just mm-hmm. to insert that and i love i love that it's subtle that it just shows him reacting and doesn't show him destroying the guitar. Cause I'm like a sub- subtle comedy guy, like fill in the yeah. blanks. You know, what's about to happen. 
But people in the comments get so mad that we don't show him breaking well, the guitar. And Chris, and Chris, Chris asked about reviewed, it too. Yeah, Chris reviewed the video and he said he just assumed that's what you're going to show. But what I don't understand is I don't know how we would show it because right. that's a completely different person Correct. playing guitar. Correct. And so it wouldn't match. Right. That is that is the other reason is if you show that part, you show who was playing the guitar. Yeah. And it's not I the think, person we're in it, you know. Which I believe Chris was just like, oh, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. but he did question it. And I thought about it, too. Like, I guess I kind of thought maybe. But then when I was watching it the first time, I was like, oh, that works. Yeah. You either get the reference or you don't, you know, like with a lot of our stuff. I think the guys picked that as the best movie of 78. And I was like, I don't think that's the case. Wow. <laughs> But they also said, but I, I don't, but also I don't know how much they had seen. Cause you know, that was just, they yeah. were doing the years they were alive. And, right. Uh, but I'm like today. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. What, is, here, what, what, what is your what, uh, favorite movie of 1978? Cool. I mean, I was alive then. Since right. I was that's born what I'm saying. So you must 1800s. have a favorite. <laughs> I, was born, I was born in the early 1800s. Oh, Janae's like giving her age away there for a second. Then I was, oh, she's in, I was turned into a vampire at a very young age. Yes. Yes. Obviously. <laughs> yeah. Um, French Connection turns 50 years well, old Well, I would need year. to look that up. That's fun. If you mm-hmm. really want me to answer that question, I need to look it up. Do you want me okay. to answer that question? Sure, sure. Actually, I'm on Letterboxd okay. now. I can, I, I'm uh, looking. I actually have I have lists of years, of certain years, that I just keep adding films to them when I see them again or whatever. 1978? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Let's just see. Oh, Up in Smoke, of course. Up, up in Smoke. I have never seen a Cheech and Chong movie. Me either. Never. Have you really seen it? That is it? just. Uh, was that was that part of the prerequisite for me answering this question? <laughs> nope, nope, <laughs> never mind. Uh, let's see. Mine is probably this is a very personal choice, but probably Return from Witch Mountain. Nice. I, I watched the snot out of that movie. Yeah, I I think I've seen more seventy eight movies. Uh, mine right now, I can tell you what my top ten is right now on Letterbox. Okay. My current top ten of seventy eight. You ready? Yeah. yeah, I'm ready. Number ten, Superman the movie. Yes. You you like Return to Witch Mountain better than Superman? That's weird. I think so. It is weird. I, I number I'm nine fully, fully aware how weird that is. Number nine, Goldie Hawn and Chevy Chase and Foul Play. Love I haven't seen movie. it. Haven't seen that one. Number eight, uh, really cool. Uh, like, what if we didn't really land on the moon? Thriller called Capricorn One. I haven't haven't watched that one. I've heard heard about it though. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Uh, number seven, uh, George A. Romero's Dawn of the Dead, which is it's yeah. just awesome. Uh, number six is a documentary about pet cemeteries called Gates of Heaven. It's an <laughs> wow. Errol Morris documentary. Wow. Yeah, okay. R- really good. Uh, uh, the Death on the Nile, because I'm obviously a huge actor sure. Christie and I, haven't seen and that I love one. that era. Yeah. Uh, Philip Kaufman's remake of Invasion of the Body Snatchers is number four. Okay. I haven't seen that one. Uh, one of, um, all of a sudden, I can't think of his name, but uh, one of Walter Hill's early movies, uh, The Driver with Ryan O'Neill, which. If you've seen Drive with, um, oh, what's Hunky McHunkerson from La La Land? <laughs> Gosling? Yeah, if you've seen that movie Drive with Gosling, Drive is kind of a kind of a love letter to The Driver. Uh-huh. Uh, the Driver is a much better movie. My number two is my, like, one of those, I always, it's called The Silent Partner. It's a, it's a, high, it's a, it's a bank robbery, a Christmas movie, actually, with Elliot Gould. And Christopher Plummer, it is amazing. Whenever somebody asks me to bring up something underrated, I always say that one. Mm. And then my number one Oof. is John Carpenter's Halloween. Yeah, I figured Halloween which would be I, your number one. Yeah, Sam Loomis 13. Come on. Not but, mentioned. Uh, Grease. Uh, Grease, currently, Grease is my number 14. Uh, Deer Hunter. Animal House is my number 15, which I might move that ahead of Grease. The Star Wars Holiday Special. And the, uh, the Lord of the Rings. 
I haven't seen Deer Hunter in forever, so I I don't I I would need to rewatch that one. So I see I've only got on here like stuff I've recently watched or stuff I've mm-hmm. seen enough times to where so I've only actually got twenty one movies for seventy eight currently. Yeah. Uh, but Grease is on there. Animal House is on there. Uh, a really fun uh, murder mystery comedy called Who's Killing the Great okay, Chefs of okay, Europe. Okay, okay, we got to stop. We got to stop, guys. <laughs> I, I, I fucking hate this so much. <laughs> I'm trying my fucking best. Listen, you I'm just have to keep... I, I know, you're doing great, Danae. Yeah, you just have we're to... Only on a, we're only on a movie podcast, but that's I was going to cool, say, you, you just know? have to realize no, 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 there's no, no, a no, very this is large not, no, no, percentage no, no, of no, people no, who will listen, love no, this. No, no, no. This is not a fucking movie podcast. This is a podcast about our jobs <laughs> which is about movies but that's only a few that's only a few movies that's mm-hmm. just two every week. I understand just two but, but people are gonna whether, love that conversation that's what i'm gonna say whether no, whether no, the podcast no, is no nobody loves it <laughs> there are certain people who will tune out as you do danae there's a portion of the audience that i'm sure is no, like listen, you and I it's just, important I just to feel have your like, voice. i feel like i need a timer I, I need to set a timer <laughs> i feel like that was mean are you offended i am now hurt Oh, don't be be hurt. It was was a little mean. Oh, Uh, Jonathan, it's nothing personal. This is just the most boring thing I've ever listened to. If you started naming your top 10 Dungeons and Dragons, I would start like watching something else. See, but the problem is, is I stop at 10. I don't keep going back in for 17 more conversations (laughs) about more life. Actually, that's not true. Lists are fun I to just, make. I just was. I no, thought Jonathan, maybe. No, Jonathan, lists aren't fun. They're they are they're for me. Excruciating. They're great. <laughs> they're the best. Um, I don't know why I'm on the show. Outvoted. Uh, yeah, you guys talk. I'll I'll be back later. No, 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 no. I wanted to ask you, Danae, if you. No, had... no, no, no. I'm being mean. You guys should finish your conversation. <laughs> no, I just don't we want to listen. We're done. We're done. I'm just disappointed that neither of you mentioned Revenge of the Pink Panther or the Cat from Outer Space because those. Are the... <laughs> I have seen both of those. But have I you have really? not... Danae, you can't do that. You can't both say you're bored with the conversation and then egg us no. on. No, 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 That's no, no, listen. Not fair. no. No, it's different. It's different. It's different than listing movies. Listing movies is different than going. Look at this picture. Look at this picture of this cat in the outer, cat from outer space. space. That I is very never interesting. list movies in your presence ever again no you except, can't help it you except, can't help it except every time i talk to you but other than that <laughs> that's right <laughs> yeah you have to you have to give it to me man computer wore tennis shoes man oh what i loved the computer wore tennis shoes yeah is that Black real hole. it's real i guess okay. oh yeah. yeah it's like uh I'm, i it's been so long but Russell, it's like right? he yeah, it's Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. He was in a bunch of those. He was like in the world's strongest man. It's he was so in a few. bad. I recently rewatched part of it. and It's just so dumb. But man, oh, when I was sure. a kid, I ate what, it. What up. happened? He like he like got stuff and like he injected was, into him. Like, so what, I just I, rec- I just recently like watched the beginning of this. Him. Yeah, no, no, no. It was like a computer they were putting together. Like computers were brand new and they took up the whole room. So they they brought all this computer stuff in for their college. And he was like a part of assembling the crew. And I think he was eating cereal by the computer (laughs) and i think like it short-circuited and all the information went into him and so he became like the computer and started like you know winning them like trivia competitions or like that kind of stuff i remember like the yeah it's like uh it's like an academic quiz show or something right yeah Yeah. (laughs) i remember that (laughs) wow speaking of academics i have to let you guys know my son did manage to graduate from high school he will be graduating this week um, wow! Pulled yay. it off. Pulled, Pulled it, off. it off. Um, here's let me something. Give you, let me give you a list of my favorite graduations. <laughs> Jonathan. 
Oh, hold, it's, it's, no, hold I won't on. be able to stop from now on. No, listen to me now. I don't really have <laughs> no, that no, no, list. No, 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 hold on. Listen to me now. <laughs> hold on, I'm looking for a holiday. Could you actually do that? Oh, no, no. Okay. No, 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 no. Oh, God, phew. <laughs> so here's, here's a sign of just modern day education. And I actually kind of love this. My son uh, had to pull up three failing grades in the final day he had to turn in assignments. How did he do that? Because, well, first of all, I, I helped him quite a bit. I didn't do any assignments no, 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 that's for not him. that's what but... I mean. I'm talking about if he already had failing grades going that far into the semester, percentage-wise, how does he pull it up? Like, even if you get, like, a couple hundreds, if you've got an F. So here's here's the thing about modern education. I don't know if everywhere is like this. But our school accepts assignments all the way to the last, late assignments all the way to the last day of the semester. Oh, yeah, no, it's not so, that way where my daughter goes to school. So no. this is a problem because my children then are like, well, I can turn this in later. Oh, that would so be terrible it is if terrible. that was the case It here. is terrible. It's absolutely terrible. And so they fail their classes for the entire semester. I shouldn't say that. This is this is over-exaggerated. Like, you know, you yeah. understand. But they, they don't turn stuff in because they can turn it in later, and then they just turn it all in, you know, the last day of school basically is what he did. Um, so he turned it all in, brought it up, so he ended up with mostly Ds, couple Cs, um, and graduated. Passed the classes but he, passed. he needed to pass. Yeah, passed the classes he needed to uh, pass, moving on. He receives a letter that he is eligible for what is called the A-plus scholarship. <laughs> <laughs> this is a scholarship based on your grades your attendance and doing some like tutoring of other students mm -hmm. um and grade wise he is eligible after getting mostly d's for the a plus scholarship now does he I, do I, the I'm every faithful. semester though um yeah it's an accumulative grade point so you know a lot oh, okay. of his other semester but Let's just say his semesters haven't before this haven't been straight A's or B's. What was, do you know? Well, you don't have to tell me, but do you know what his what his grade point average was when he graduated? Like, was he like you it's know, a two point five? Two point five. So that's mm -hmm. like a that's a C, I mm -hmm. guess. Yeah, you have to have a two point one or more to get the A plus scholarship. <laughs> I don't know. That just cracks me up, guys. I don't like. Why are you calling it the A plus scholarship when it's a two point one rec? You know, like requirement. Yeah, you should call it the C minus scholarship. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Actually, I like starting here. I'll just, yeah. I'll just feel it out. I'll feel yeah, it out. Feel, I don't feel. care, man. I, I'm good with either. Wait I'll, a minute, HR. I'll, I'll feel it up. I'll just feel it HR! up. HR. I'll just cop a feel. Going to feel us out. <laughs> hey, because I know Danae is really excited about this, so we should bring up it's Spiral Friday. Yeah. Um, and spiral the, day. It's Spiral Day. Spiral day. I hope everyone, you know, anybody that went out to see it tonight. Uh, I hope they didn't let their watch party uh, spiral out of control. It's really the only reason I brought it up, because I wanted to say that. <laughs> oh, wait, hold on. I wanted to give a shout-out, too, to telling everyone who asks us not to be funny today and not to oh. talk about a certain snack. Uh, mm -hmm. This person has to read 200 slides on the strategic direction of low-risk space missions and quality strategy. Mm. Mm. So mm -hmm. I'm just going to let you know right now, if you do want to focus on this highly interesting topic, you're going to probably have to turn <laughs> us off <laughs> today. And we, I promise yeah. we will not mention tater tots. Uh, we will ne never say the word tater tots. We won't think about how yummy they are fried. We won't mention, you know, like oh, the it. beauty I'm going to go to Sonic of... after this. 
like the salt kind. If you get the salt One content morning, of tater I don't tots, have tater tots. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go to Sonic after this. I'm gonna so, have to put my daughters down. That's just I'm a man of my word, and I will keep my word to you. We will not mention tater tots. Tater tots. <laughs> not there. You go, Josh tater Zero. Tots. Happy Spiral Day. <laughs> Metscast just said Jack in the Box tots, and uh, I need him to leave. I just want to reemphasize: <laughs> we will not talk about tater tots. I promise you, we will not mention tater tots. We will not bring them up. Uh, even after we've already stopped mentioning tater tots, tater tots will not be something uh, because we know how those are so distracting. So I'm not even going to mention, uh, you know, the comment from Slab Bulk- uh, Bulkhead about comparing Sonic tots to <laughs> Brahms you. tater tots. I'm not even going to mention that one. So we'll just leave all that off the, the table. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park 